is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. All you have to do is pick up your phone, dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. And, of course, we invite you on over to our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy all the features that we have there for you. Uh, They're completely free. freetalklive.com. In fact, I sent out an update uh, today letting folks know that our streams now over at freetalklive.com have been magically made low delay. It used to be that if you were listening online at the Free Talk Live high bandwidth stream, it used to be you were, you were hearing us maybe about 30, 45 seconds behind when we were actually speaking. Now that's down to about two to three seconds. And so it's magic. It is just like magic because somebody, somebody finally updated some software, which is great. Finally. As yeah. in this could have happened a long time ago? Uh, no, it couldn't have happened that long ago. It's uh, Shoutcast, which is the program that we use to to stream out to the world, and they finally gave an update, which they haven't done in years. So it was a, it was a nice update, and our tech people implemented it. So now you got very low delay uh, streaming audio over at freetalklive.com. Still free, just like it's always been. So head on over there and enjoy that. Uh, of course, you can take control here. Mark, you're back. Uh, you were on a cruise. I went on a cruise. The, the cruise. The, the, the wow. Liberty Cruise. Uh, I've we, heard so much about this, Mark. Please. We talked about it for months, um, and it came to fruition. It was really awesome. I cannot. Uh, I, can, I can't say enough great things about it. Um, it was a lot of fun. Had uh, you know several people on there that uh, you know families and people. And it was I think a total of thirty eight folks. Really. Went. Yeah. Okay. So, because you had said there was like uh, like a dozen rooms, so it was like thirty eight across a dozen rooms or something like that. I think or was there a more, more than, than a, more than a dozen, but okay. not too many more than a dozen rooms. I don't know. I mean, I don't have the specifics. I haven't um, you know run the numbers. It wasn't my wasn't my job. So my concern was that uh, that intimate would not have been that good. But you're saying it was great. I think intimate was better. And yeah. one of the things, one of the discussions that we had is we're going to do this again. And do we want to invite more people? Like really? that's how much fun it was. Hmm. Do you understand? Yeah, you just want to keep it a little private club now. I'm, huh? I'm telling you, it was a darn good time had by all. And wow. um, neat, you know. I mean, the pe- people came from around the world. We had uh, Conrad came from Sweden uh, to awesome. to be there. Of course, uh, our good friend Paul uh, came out from California. He's mm-hmm. at pretty much every Liberty event. <laughs> I guess Ryder was there with mm-hmm. his lady. Indeed, Carolyn. we. Uh, it's of course Stefan Molyneux uh, was one of the headliners, as was Wes Bertrand. How did your debate go? You were supposed to debate Stefan Molyneux and Wes Bertrand about voting. I should have never used the term debate for one because our uh, beliefs are were so remarkably close uh, Wes was willing to take the uh, was was not willing to say that uh, it was immoral he, uh, the voting was immoral he was willing to say that it was unjust I would say between you know the two of them you know once uh, Wes once uh, so wait Stefan Molyneux was saying it was immoral Actually, Stefan was taking uh, was 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 bouncing back and forth in the arguments. He doesn't actually believe that voting is immoral. However, he does think that it is remarkably ineffective. I'd agree uh, with that. Uh, yeah, and I mean, but in most cases, th- but there's a guy actually who made the move to Nashua. For the Free State Project, who ran for selectmen in the area in Nashua. Now, Nashua's a city, so selectmen's are like the people that help with the election somehow. Sure, and uh, he lost by one vote. Wow. Now, um, and, and, you know, what he would prefer people have than voting is despair over, you know, the the electoral process. And I would agree with him that in 49 states and uh, every other English-speaking country and, frankly, Western country in the world when it comes to uh, voting, I think that despair really is the only reasonable course. As in we're going to lose no matter who wins, that kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Whereas in in New Hampshire, I think that there may very well be some movement towards liberty inside the government. Well, there's another question to be had is – 
a government slowly, uh, you know, either stop uh, a government ceasing to grow or going getting slightly smaller, is that in fact good for liberty? And that's another discussion to be had. I don't know the answer to that. I don't think anybody does. So tell me more. I mean, what other uh, highlights from your trip? You you went down went to, to Bermuda. Bermuda, of course. That was uh, you know was, you'd never been there before. I'd never been. I've okay. Been to, to, now now I've been up to now I've been to fourteen countries. Whoopee. Wow. I, I know traveler. so much more. You're so cultured, Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> Big fat man of the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I walked around, saw a couple of uh, you know sites, and, and that how long was really were you docked neat. there in Bermuda? About a day and a half. Just a day and a half. Okay. <laughs> The winds, uh, when we were getting off the boat, the Bermuda's getting hit by a tropical storm right now. Oh, really? The winds were 65 miles an hour. I've never been in, I've never felt winds this bad, even in Florida. Wow, that's strange, because we've been through hurricanes in Florida. It's not like I ran out in them and stood sideways. I got what you're saying. Was this when you were on the boat? This is when we were getting off. There was this wind tunnel that was just going through there. I held on tight to my toddler's hand. I was afraid. Now, you've been on cruise before, or is this your first one ever? This is my second. Your second one. And how did it compare to the one you were on previous? Well, it's hard for me to remember. Um, All I can say is I can't, I have, um, you know, I used to say that I had received good service, and I have never received I haven't even understood what good service was until I received the service that I got from the people in Royal Caribbean. And I'm plugging the cruise line right now because I feel so grateful for the level of service that I got from those folks. You know, I mean, I'm just stunned. Now, normally when you get put on a cruise, you kind of end up seating with whoever. Like, they'll seat you with whoever. Were you seated with whoever? Because this is a big cruise ship. There were obviously a lot more people on it than 30. I mean, it was probably, you know, hundreds of people on this ship, Uh, right? Yeah, I would say there's a couple thousand. Yeah, thousands. Wow. So, I mean, did, were you just randomly seated with anybody, no. or the group sat together? You um, did. Okay. You know, Steph, Stefan and his wife Christina sat with uh, Laura and I, and oh, then neat. we had another couple, uh, Matt and, and Molly. How and many rooms? They sat at the table. I mean, you said a thousand people, and and then this this sort of group reserved twelve rooms out of. I think it's more than more than twelve, but I don't know how many more. Out of what, like three hundred rooms? A bunch of darn wow. rooms. That's I a mean, lot of people. I, on I a just boat. don't know. <laughs> Ships are monster. I mean, these yeah. things are humongous. They are monstrous. There's no doubt about it. And the ship we were on was the largest five years ago and no longer is. I mean, it just, they just keep on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, yeah. I mean, it has two or three theater, large theaters in it. They had a big ice show that they had. Of course, they've got a casino and just, I mean, everything. I don't want to do a commercial for the, for the cruise line here. But in fact, I was, I mean, you know, it was just, it was amazing. It was amazing. Great. Well, I mean, if you guys are going to do it again, that's that's exciting news. And we'll have more information at some point. Was there in the any future. outreach uh, able to be done between you know that group and the other passengers? I think there was some level of outreach. I mean, I don't spend my time chasing after folks and try to tell them about liberty, but I think that a lot of people do feel that way <laughs> and did and did do just that. Yep. Nice. One eight five five four fifty free. That's the toll free number here. You can take control of these airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. You know, we talked a, a long time ago about a little program on the internet's called second life now it's been JJ, a while are you familiar with the I, second life i am familiar with with what it is i've never actually played it or involved myself in it but i do know a little bit about it so it's a simulation it's supposed to be a simulation of life sort of uh, except you can fly and things like that and you don't actually get born you just you're created as is but nonetheless, it's a it's a simulation. It's not a game. It's uh, it, you know, unlike a game where there are goals and there's objectives and you have to accomplish certain things to get closer to the end. Or with these massively multiplayer online games, just continue building your character. There's no uh, levels for the characters. This is just you Mostly have your avatar. Social, isn't yeah. It? You have your avatar that you can design. You can clothe with things, and uh, and then you know you can 
build stuff as well. And you can go and talk with other people in this um, second life. And it was years ago on the show, Mark Roy. It's been some time. There used to be a, uh, a free talk live cafe or something. It was like some kind of Lost Liberty cafe. Or yeah, I don't Lost remember. Liberty cafe that played free talk live all the time. Yeah, they played they played different, I think, Liberty-oriented programs. But uh, you could go in there and purportedly meet other Liberty-minded people. It was like a, like a visual chat room. I mean, free talk live has our chat room on our webcam page at cam.freetalklive.com. Uh, but this is like a, you know, like a, a virtual, if you will, chat room is essentially what it is with, again, you can change your clothes and stuff like that. And it was a big deal because they had these Linden dollars. Uh, and of course this was its own, the game had its own in-game currency. And now lots of these games have their own in-game currency. I don't think Linden dollars were the first in-game currency, but that was what some people were excited about. And then there were some changes to the Linden dollar that upset some people and some people kind of stayed on board. But whatever happened to Second Life? It's been some time. I don't yeah, know. we don't hear very much about it. Like for a while, it was kind of hot. For a while, people were calling about. I saw it. something on the news. I did see Second Life pictures on the news, but I, they were just kind recently? of talking about. Yeah, it was relatively recently. It was just talking about people uh, that were, uh, you know, so into the internet that uh, their spouses were leaving them or something like that. Well, know. let's talk about it a little bit further here. What what happened to it? Some a couple of gentlemen are going to take a closer look and uh, you know, maybe look at why it is that it didn't work and how can we better predict the things that will work onto the future because people thought the Second Life thing was going to be huge and didn't end up working out that way. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Is it possible to be better at predicting what's going to work in the future? Because we're generally not very good at it. It's Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live, the toll-free number for you, 855-450-FREE. You can bring up what you want, take control of the airwaves, 855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian, JJ, and Mark. And we invite you on over to our website at freetalklive.com. We've got archives, so if you missed a moment of the show, no big deal. Just go click and download. You can grab as many of them as you like, all the way back to late 2006, all free over at freetalklive.com. So I recently purchased an air rifle that can bring down a deer. It's called a dragon claw, and it's amazing. I've put a whole bunch of rounds through it in the past few weeks, and I've let my friends do it too, and and they think it's wonderful. It's as much fun as I do. It's a powerful rifle, but it's not a firearm. You can buy it online, have it shipped to you with no trouble from the government. It's PyramidAir.com. The purveyors of this rifle, they they sell small bore and big bore air guns suitable for medium and large game. Their experts can help you find the best air gun for your needs right over the phone. They did it for me, and they can do it for you. Get 10% off or free shipping, whichever's better, with coupon code FTL11. Go now and view the amazing Dragon Claw at airgun.freetalklive.com and peruse the site. See the amazing air guns and accessories that they've got there. It's airgun.freetalklive.com. Uh, we'll continue here in a little bit, talk more about Second Life and what, what happened. What, why did people think it was going to be huge and then it just didn't really pan out? And can we be better 
at predicting things on into the future. What will be uh, what will be a hit? Uh, let's go to Frank in New York first, though. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live. The NJJ and Mark. Hi. Uh, hope all is well up in New England. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, Joe Paterno getting fired at Penn State and the, and who's the this? drunken students uh, rioting and, you know, trashing the town. This is a coach of some sort? Yes, of Penn State. Okay. Apparently there's a, there was, a, I guess, a sexual child abuse with one of the assistant coaches at Penn State. Oh, boy. Uh, regarding, I guess, younger players. Uh, probably, you know, I didn't I, I really, all I know is this, that... Uh, Joe Paterno, it was reported to Joe Paterno, who's the head coach, uh, he mentioned it to someone, but not to the authorities. And uh, it's quite a scandal, and I think the university's right in demanding his, or firing him, because, you so, know, that was... Uh, so he was involved? He participated in, in covering up a criminal activity. So he, he was I aware that one of his associates was molesting yeah, children or something? Coaches, correct, was, was fondling, I guess, or having sexual... Uh, assaults on you know younger players. So, but what's interesting about wait it younger is, players or children? Uh, I guess under eighteen because they're deemed children under the law. Okay, statutes. I assume it was probably a football camp of some type. You know hmm. where they uh, you know teach the young high school players uh, you know how to be better uh, footballers. But what so I find you're... interesting about it is that the students, upon hearing this. Because Penn State is really a drinking town. I mean, there's not too much in State College outside of going to the games, drinking, and occasionally studying. It's well, that's pretty much all colleges. That pretty Pardon? much defines all colleges. Not all colleges. But oh, please, come on. What college isn't – well, hold on. What college culture isn't built around drinking and partying? Well, I mean – Which one? <laughs> I would say the ones that are more that have higher academic standards. Where <laughs> Nonsense! You talk, wait a minute. You want me to believe the people at Dartmouth and the people no, at Dartmouth uh, is the party school? But I, MIT? I think you know you have students. <laughs> you have students at let's say RIT? Columbia and Harvard and Yale that really you know spend a lot of time in the library. Holy! Well, he said you have students. And Some students, have yeah, young, but come on, the idea that Ivy League schools are spending their time drinking and partying and, you know, having a great time. The idea, Frank, State, that Ivy League schools, Frank, the idea that Ivy League schools school. don't have partying is absolutely absurd. Please. No, no, I, what I'm trying to say is that Penn State, the culture of Penn State is partying. Okay, okay, fine. Some are more than others. And I, I, this... But let me finish. The point is, the students are willing to take up poli- violent political action against the university by vandalizing State College because they decided to fire Joe Paterno, the, the, the famous coach. Now, what's interesting about it is we don't have that kind of interest uh, with young people when the Bill of Rights has been violated, when we have these illegal unconstitutional wars, we have all these other really serious problems. So I just want to sort of raise that point, bring it out, and uh, maybe get some feedback from your callers on that. And what did you want feedback on exactly? You know, I mean, you understand my point of view on this, whereby we can have a student body uh, at Penn State rioting and destroying the town because they fire the favorite football coach, a beloved, beloved Joe Paterno of the Nittany Lions. Uh, a very winning coach, uh, I should say. I would say that's uh, what it's about. 
Yeah, but the point is, it's interesting that the, the people will riot and, and do that over something as insignificant as that. But yes, it's not the insignificant. World is collapsing, people's well, rights are being violated. I think it's disgusting that somebody would go and riot on. over Nothing a firing. Yeah, I, th- I think it's horrible what these kids are doing. To, right, to, right. to these people, I mean, you know, some, some universities are, are bigger than others in the area of athletics. And the f- fact is, when it comes to athletics, Penn State is practically a religion. And, it is. And, it is. As is partying at Penn State. I don't know. I, I couldn't say Penn about State. partying. I, not, it's not my experience. I don't know. I would certainly know that some universities are known for it more than others. But, you know, some people take this stuff very seriously. To me, it doesn't seem like it's of much consequence. And frankly, I find the whole NCAA setup and anybody who would be involved in, you know, making athletes work for nothing uh, disgusting. So I don't have, I, I, you know, it, it's difficult for me to even I care. I agree. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. That is the phone number here. You can take control. I guess I'm a little more... In in any other position doing any other thing in college, you can be paid for it. Any And and all other forms of athletics have gotten rid of the the silly amateur athlete thing. Even the Olympics has gotten rid of this because it's ludicrous. But, you know, you you can be somebody who's studying for writing and you can write for a living. While you're in college, you can be doing, you know, engineering for a living while you're in college. You could be doing lawyering to some extent. You can at least work as a paralegal while you're in college. You can do whatever medical work someone will give you while you're in college. However, if you happen to play football for want to play football for a living, you may not make one red cent while you're in college and your entire body is uh, liable to be destroyed playing this game. In fact, that largely happens to these people. Your life and limb are put on the line every single day, but you may not make one cent. And anybody who would be involved in in this kind of slavery, this subjugation of young, usually it's just about that. I mean, they want the the glory. They make a lot of money off of that, though. There's a lot of money. No, no, no. I mean, I get where Mark's coming from. Everybody's got their gifts, dude. And if your gift happens to be football, you must go through this gauntlet, okay? And you have to do this if that's what you want to do. Imagine you're from the inner city. I get it. It's sick. And your only opportunity for making money is going through the NCAA's gauntlet. Well, that's not your only opportunity it's at any It's not your point, only opportunity if they have a mind that can do it, but not everybody's right. blessed with the same mind. The I same get way, it, man. You it's... can't catch a football that's thrown 50 yards with one hand. You just can't do it. You'll never be able to do it, and I don't care how hard you try. Some people are never going to be quite smart enough to be, you know, whatever it is, to be great to make a bunch of money. I'm not defending their system. I think you're right. I'm just saying it's not slavery. I mean, they're seeking something. It's darn close. And they have to go through an awful process. It's a terrible monopoly. How's that? 855-450-FREE. You can take control, bring up anything. It's free talk live. It's not a monopoly either. The LC9 Center Fire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol, perfect for personal protection. The full-featured 7-round LC9 has a 3-dot sight system, checkered grip, and smooth edges for easy holstering. Ideal for discreet carry, the LC9 is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com slash LC9 or your local firearms retailer to learn more. The Ruger LC9, it's mine and it's American.
This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. The number for you, 855-453. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-855-450-3733. And here with you this evening, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. Inviting you over to our website. You'll see the Shrine of Female listeners there with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they're listeners of this program. Once again, head on over to Shrine dot freetalklive.com to see that and if you're a lady listener you can get details on how to become part of the shrine at shrine.freetalklive.com also want to let you know free talk live brought to you by the free state project your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime is to get together with others who think like you and in fact you'll have a great opportunity coming up here in just a few months to get together in the same hotel with some of those people at the Free State Project's Liberty Forum event. Happens once a year, and it's coming back. They skipped a year, unfortunately, this year. So this is going to be a big year. A lot of people who haven't gone in a couple of years are going to be chomping at the bit to go to this event because it's awesome. The uh, Liberty Forum's a lot of fun. When you're around other hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people engaging in uh, panel discussions, speeches, banquet dinners, parties and late into the night. I mean, it's just a, a good old time. Everything, and, and families are there, too. There's other activities like going out to the state house, going on a tour. Uh, there's, a, I think, a rifle shoot, typically, some kind of a gun shoot. Freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum to learn more about this uh, great event happening in Nashua, New Hampshire at the beautiful Crown Plaza Hotel. Free Talk Live broadcasts live every single year whenever the Liberty Forum happens, and we will be back again this year. Looking forward to seeing many of our uh, listeners we've seen before, and People who've never met before at all. So go to freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. You can use our discount code FTL2012. That's FTL2012 to get 10% off the already low early bird prices at freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. Now, we were talking about this football thing. and We'll get back to the second life and predicting the future here in a little bit. But uh, this this football story, I guess this Joe Paterno character was covering, allegedly covering up for one of his co-assistant coach guys who was allegedly molesting boys. Uh, I don't know all the details about that. I certainly don't. I'm trying to gather information while we're on the break here. But if you know more about it, please feel free to uh, to enlighten us at 855-450-FREE. And, Mark, you were discussing with uh, Frank earlier about this this gauntlet uh, that, that young people have to run through if they want to have a shot at making it into the big time of football. They have to go most, through. Most sports, in fact, um, I mean, use the college system as their, uh, you know, their, their training grounds. Um, I think that... Major League Baseball is about the only one that doesn't necessarily do that. So the idea is you've got to go to probably play in high school and then go play in college and then maybe you'll make the cut and get in, you know, some kind of a draft pick. Right. And I know that they have they have gone after high school players in basketball. It may very well have happened in football too, but you're talking about an extraordinarily unusual situation and the NCAA has uh, raised ruckuses when such things have been done. I think that they've tried to make it essentially exclusive that you have to go through the college system to, to be involved. Yeah, and you called it a monopoly before and I disagreed with that. I, I, I consider it... So what other college sports organization is there? Well, I don't know anything about college sports organizations. So a monopoly means what? One I, organization that has control? A monopoly means exclusive control. So I, it, I thought what you were saying was a monopoly was the whole system. 
And it seems to me that you could have your own football league if you wanted to. I mean, the, the guy from WWE tried it. didn't work and out. Failed. And so it, did the right, U- didn't work. USFL, the XFL. Okay. I mean, there have been so a, a couple of it. other that, fail, failures right. along the way. Okay. I wonder if that has anything to do with the cities, towns, states, and municipalities funneling money into the building of stadiums for this large organization known as the NFL. I wonder if it has anything to do with maybe some of the federal stimulus dollars that have gone into this. I mean, maybe the federal government hasn't picked a winner in the uh, football league game, but it sure put its money on somebody. I, mean, I they get you. They haven't excluded anybody from running in it, but I mean, you know, enough taxpayer dollars being dumped into this federal, state, local, whatever, into one of these things really makes it difficult to compete, right? No doubt. I, I think you're absolutely right about that. I mean, it's certainly a, a very difficult marketplace uh, in which to enter, and it's likely that way, as you mentioned, because of various different government controls. But all that said, I mean, it could be done in theory. I mean, the, Vince McMahon tried. If you had a, a bunch of money that and Vince you, McMahon did, if you had a bunch of money that you well, wanted to lose. Now, Vince, Vince McMahon's well, uh, a businessman, not an idiot, right? Like, so at some point, there's there's no reason to lose, throw money after good money after bad, right? right he called it quits. Well, I think I think one good analogy, perhaps, to use is that starting a new football organization would be like starting a new cable company. There's a lot of groundwork that's already laid, and so there's such an advantage to the current system in place. I don't know a whole lot about college sports as far as other possible leagues. I know the NCAA has pretty much dominated American-style uh, college sports, and the NFL has dominated American-style uh, professional football. And that's I don't see that changing, to be honest. I think they both have the fan base and the marketing to continue. It's going to change. Um, This this can't hold. Uh, It's changed in the Olympics. It's changed everywhere. Well, I think it's one monopoly that a lot of people actually appreciate. The NCAA, if it it is well, both if they are in fact monopolies. The NFL, NFL, uh, you know, admittedly, a lot of fans really like the NFL, and it really doesn't care. I mean, as long as their team is in the the playoffs at the end of the year, at the end of the season. You know, that's all they really care about. And, you know, I think getting back to Frank's point, he was, you know, upset at how they were going to riot over such a trivial matter instead of getting upset over things like inflation killing their their uh the amount of money uh, you know amount of food they can buy or right. their the raising tuition rates because of inflation or other uh you know expenses and costs rising so it's just like there's so many other issues that people could be upset about and riot over that for the that the people and individuals in Penn State to, to pick this one to go and be violent over it's just it just smacks of such it's retarded I agree with that. Foolishness. I mean, no doubt about it. And and we've seen this all over the place. I mean, if uh, if a sports team wins, sometimes they go out and they ride. Right, right. It's so it's just like a waste of so much energy. And why not be productive and take that time and energy? And well, here's the thing. Also, was you know, as, as Frank had said, of course, their partying atmosphere in pretty much any college you go to, Penn State may have perhaps a larger percentage of partiers than and then other schools, it's depending true. on how you measure it. But at the same time, it's it's like these uh, the hypocrisy of the state is like well, it's okay for us to sell alcohol to people and for people to go crazy when they're drinking alcohol. But heaven forbid someone have a plant that causes them to sit on their couch at home and not do anything. You know, this is another area where it's like well, you know, this isn't just because of the football phenomenon and the distraction and the whole idea that. Um, you know, you can go crazy if your team is successful. You can go crazy for all these other reasons, as long as you got a lot of people involved. But it's also like uh, the monopoly on drugs that are available for people to to enjoy. Should they be happy or sad? It's like that right there. The states 
deciding you can only drink alcohol and coffee and smoke cigarettes. And how would you're right? How would it be different if if more people could al- you know access drugs like uh, pot or MDMA or something like that? I think I think you wouldn't. What be would so- that do to our culture? What what kind of change would we see? I mean, if any, or is it just that everybody's already using pot who would already use it, and so well, therefore. I've heard uh, law enforcement officers and prison guards advocate the use of pot for the, you know, essentially, you know, one of the reasons they don't like people drinking alcohol is they fight when they drink alcohol. Ask a police officer, he's never had a wrestling match or a boxing match with a guy who's been smoking pot. Right, so if people were smoking up at the football game, then maybe you'd see less of this crazy violence. Yeah, you might just see, like, more of that. Well, what happens when people get high in groups? You see, like, uh, drum circles. You see, like, hippie (laughs) dancing. People passed out. You see, uh, That's not the American way. Holding hands in a circle and singing kumbaya and stuff. I mean, it's such a stark contrast to what happens when you have a mob of people high on... On this extremely toxic alcohol. Well, I, I mean, we're also combining alcohol, this toxic, you know, poison basically that encourages sure. people to be violent and loud. You've got that combined with sports and, and football, which is one of the most, you know, manly kind of anger-based. Uh, let's crush everything, destroy. It's a little bit like a gladiator pit, like team team-based, uh, you know. <sighs> army kind of right and then you get the team mentality of my team versus your team and we're enemies because you you know you're born on this plot of land and you like that team we like this team i mean there's certainly football the fights at football games where people are are fighting over colors it's a recipe for disaster doesn't make any sense all around 1-855-453 and you're right all of this happening while you know essentially distracting people from the real issues of the day yep. and that is kind of the intention of bread and circuses as it's been called in the past distract the people and maybe they won't notice what's actually going on 855-453 you can take control here and share your thoughts it's free talk live my name is Jacob Hornberger. I'm president of the Future of Freedom Foundation, which Congressman Ron Paul awarded for having an outstanding freedom website. Write us at FFF at FFF.org, and we'll send you a free three-month subscription to our monthly journal of libertarian essays and our booklet, Economic Liberty in the Constitution, which George Mason University economics professor Walter Williams praised in a recent column. That's FFF at FFF.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. The toll-free number, 855-453. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us online as well at freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com. You'll find uh, links to Amazon there, different Amazons for different countries. Click on the right one for you and Get whatever it is you need to get. Get whatever it is you want. They probably sell it over at shop.freetalklive.com. And you'll probably get free Super Saver shipping because a lot of their brand new items you get free Super Saver shipping on if you order over $25 worth in an order. Go get the details. Shop used to if you need to over at shop.freetalklive.com. I've recently been introduced to a new product uh, by it's, – it's Wise Foods. They make these storable foods. And we have got them recently as an advertiser here on Free Talk Live. And – 
I'm I'm stunned by how good these foods that will last you 25 years are. I mean, they've got uh, all kinds of foods. They have some for hiking that'll last you, you know, seven years. But others that these storable foods come in these these sturdy plastic containers that you can put, you know, in your garage or in your root cellar or wherever it is that you want to store these things for some kind of, uh, you know, catastrophic event. And we've tried them out. Ian, you had what the the, the stroganoff this evening? I had the beef stroganoff. Now I've had good. the cheesy lasagna. I've had the um, oh shoot, what was the other one? It was a it was an Alfredo uh, noodle kind of thing, and the, you know they were both really good. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be ordering more, and there's a couple of reasons. You never know why, what's going to happen as far as uh, catastrophic events. It's good to have food saved up. This is a great way to do it, and they're easy to prepare. So that's one reason. The second is food prices are going up every single day. If you can buy food and store it right now at its current value, at its current rate, you're probably. I mean, it, it, you know, see, if you look at what food cost last year, you can see it's gone up. So it's an investment in the future. Frankly, uh, you can mm. go to wisefoodstorage.com. Be like me. Put some stuff away. It's it's a really great idea. It's wisefoodstorage.com, or you can call them at eight five five food wise. It's wisefoodstorage.com eight five five food wise. We've been talking about the uh, Penn State situation. I forgot to mention you should use uh, uh, sorry uh, coupon code FTL and you get a free sample, free shipping, and 10% off your order at uh, wisefoodstorage.com. Excellent. Uh, so we're talking about this uh, Joe Paterno guy who I guess is some famous coach working at Penn State. He's been fired. People are, I guess, up in arms about this because, well, darn it, football's really important and we're going to go burn some stuff because right. you fired this guy. And I was looking at uh, the Guardian, guardian.co.uk, and some other uh, some other websites here, including the story at penlive.com about the mothers of some of these victims. Just kind of going down uh, a list of what the what is alleged to have happened. Now, apparently, it's not Paterno who's been accused of the sexual assault charges, but defensive coordinator Jerry Sandusky. And I suppose the allegation is that uh, this Paterno guy was, to some extent, covering for his buddy. Uh, is, is that your understanding of what what happened? That he's I've, I've heard that, but I you know I don't I don't know that much about this story. I you know it's it's not my normal cup of tea. Sports, you know. So to give you some idea of uh, of what is uh, you know what what transpired here, there are allegations that uh, let's see one one guy who was working at the college made here. He's an assistant coach for the Nittany Lions football team. Uh, he was at the college at the time. Uh, maybe he was, was or wasn't working. A graduate assistant. I guess that kind of means he's he's working. Anyway, he claims he saw Sandusky having sex with a young boy in a shower. Wow, which is a pretty brazen thing to do. Yeah. I mean, you must you must really think that you are untouchable if you are going to engage in some kind of a behavior like that in a locker room shower where. Somebody could walk in on you at any old time. Yeah, and these are what football coaches, uh, these are likely young men in the football program that wish to go on through this organization. You know, Some d- as young as 11 here, Mark. Well, and what? Probably, uh, but, you know, like football, you know, they're, they're doing some kind of summer camp kind of thing, Something right? Something like that, yeah. A- and Second Mile, a charity for needy children that Sandusky oh, started. Dear God. So they're taking, you know, poor poor kids that, that likely they're... At one risk, of the, yes. One of the few ways that, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, one of the few ways that one gets out of the, the ghetto in America, at-risk kids, They the way they see it, 
is sports, and sports is controlled by the NCAA on a uh, you know on a college level, and these college coaches have an incredible amount of power, and here they are wielding it for kids. You know, even if they did get through college, how many of them would actually make it into the pros? If Not they, very many. Yeah, very, very, very few. This is. It's disgusting. Many of them are going to end up, like you mentioned earlier, permanently injured for life and never even see the pros. Yeah. I mean, another uh, story here from penlive.com, again, on this piece about some of the victims. Uh, One of them came home, an 11-year-old boy shared a shower with Sandusky. When he got home, he said, if you're wondering why my hair is wet, we took a shower together and ran into his room. His mother recalls she called police, but after a six-week investigation that included the mother confronting Sandusky in her home as police listened in the other room, Sandusky was cleared. The district attorney at the time said there wasn't enough evidence. She said... And, you know, when it comes to rich, the rich and powerful, there's just a, a higher level of evidence that is required in order mm-hmm. to get somebody on something. And that's just the long and the short of it. I mean, the, the system is doing what it's supposed to be doing. The system is protecting the rich and powerful from justice. That's... It. I mean, if... if Rich and powerful people put together the justice system. What do you think it was meant to do? When the, the mother confronted, hmm? it's the good old boys club. Yep, that's right. And in you know smaller places like uh, college towns, everybody knows everybody else. I don't know. I mean, college towns can be pretty darn large. I don't know about uh, well, if it's a town, it's it's not large by definition. Okay. Well, um, if you look at Florida State, and I yeah. think that the the Penn State is probably something on that scale. You're talking about. The college itself is three times the size of the town, the city in which we live. Sure, sure, but you understand that the college itself only has so many administrators and only has so many, you know, high level sure. aficionados or whatever. And uh, and the the city, if it's three times smaller than the college, is going to have even fewer. So these people walk in the same circles and they tend to know one another. And that means they're protecting each other. There was uh, some apparently some joke about one of these uh, one of these coaches that was involved in some way or another that, uh, you know, they it was a sexualized joke at one of the restaurants. I guess it was an ice cream shop where it was uh, two scoops of ice cream and a cone arranged in a way that could look like a man's phallus. And this joke was in what context? I'm sorry. It was a restaurant uh, dish. So they were making fun of one of the football coaches. Was the yeah, idea. apparently one. This apparently, I, I was listening to Rush Limbaugh today, and he was making. You know, he's drawing these connections. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really even understand what what that means. I, okay. I guess you're not communicating it, or I'm Somebody not understanding you. Somebody believed that um, a you know that 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 an ice cream cone shaped like a like a a unit was a, an appropriate joke for the coach that was involved in this. I see. Gotcha. So somebody at the restaurant made that for him. Yes. Gotcha. Like there might have been a lot of sexualized jokes that went around this particular guy. When the mother. Meaning that a lot of people may have known this. Mm hmm. But there's a code of silence. When the mother confronted Sandusky, he said, I understand. I was wrong. I wish I could get forgiveness. I know I won't get it from you. I wish I were dead. According to the presentment from the grand jury, the investigator for Children and Youth Services broke the news to the mother. It was all a big mistake. The mother said she was told the police officer who investigated won't comment, and neither will the former police chief. She said, Jerry Sandusky admitted to my face he admitted it. He admitted that he lathered up my son, they were naked, and he bear-hugged him. If they would have done something about it in 1998 and again in 2002, there were two chances they dropped the ball, and I think they should all be held accountable. But they won't. 
because the police don't have accountability for for botching it up. If they decide that there's no crime that's been committed here, uh, then that's that. That's that. You know, if you have a problem with it, well, tough. You've got to keep paying your taxes or else those same cops are going to come take your home from you. Right. (laughs) Right. You can can believe that if you decide that you don't want to pay for the services of that monopoly organization because you don't think that they have anything to do with justice and a whole lot more to do about just us, then, well... They'll just come and get you because it's not you. It's just them. Now, back uh, in the day, actually, there's there was a promo I think we made about this. It was years ago when we were down in uh, just a local show in Sarasota, Florida. We had uh, Jason Rink on the program with us, and he uh, was co-host for a while, and he had played football in high school. And, J.J., I know that you'd played football in high school as well. And he said that there were these kind of initiations that went on in the uh, the high school, like the, the locker room, the football locker room, which – we're pretty much, uh, you know, gay initiation, uh, like people, uh, without getting too explicit, uh, giving hand jobs uh, oh, wow. to one you another. That, none of that happened in Never in happened in your school, no. huh? The, well, the closest thing we ever did to anything at all was before a game, uh, we all, like our first game, we all shaved our heads in the locker room, but we were clothes at least from the waist down so it was so none none of the freshmen had to lather up the seniors not at all nothing (laughs) like that even remotely happened well like apparently there's levels of uh differing sexual interaction and sexual tension this is more domination behavior than sexualized behavior i think is what i was saying well whatever it is it's definitely got a sexual component to it you don't tell somebody to lather up somebody's penis so there's something sexual going on 855-450-FREE the toll-free number you take control hour number two is on the way free talk live You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Learn more about bitcoins at weusecoins.org. That's weusecoins.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. You're invited to do so via our toll-free number, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Of course, you can also visit us online at freetalklive.com. You can actually control the content of the website. You find something online you think is interesting, you want to share it with the rest of our listeners, go ahead and do that. Uh, just go to freetalklive.com and punch up, uh, punch in whatever sh- show prep you want. It could be a, a video, it could be a blog post or news item, and then it's added to our website, and then other listeners vote it up or down, and the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the site. So it gives you some idea of what our listeners think is important, what you think is important over at freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones and the fun. Let's talk to Kev, uh, Kevin listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Kevin, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, thanks. I uh, wanted to talk about, not specifically about the Joe Paterno situation, but my first statement is that absolute power corrupts absolutely. That gentleman has been there for 61 years. 61 years? You're talking about Joe Paterno? Yes. Yes. 16 as an assistant and the remainder as the head coach. 1950 came in as an assistant. 1966 took over as head coach. Wow. And over the years, there's been inklings of, you know, improprieties, but it's always 
swept under the rug because uh, you know it was Joe, you know Joe Paterno. He squeaky clean. But what happens any any situation when a guy has complete control? Same thing happened at IU with Bobby Knight. Uh, just I, I don't even want to say I, I don't even want to think about the allegations they're putting out there because it's you know it's not a court of law. It's conjecture at this point. Sure. But when you have this type of situation, it's not a surprise. It'd be like if you had the president in there for 41 years, or you know, you might as well have a king because you know Henry VIII was the most corrupt individual that's ever lived, beheaded people, etc. What do you what do you expect when you give somebody that kind of power? Do you think this guy was doing something as well with young boys, or is it just uh, that he was covering up for one of his buddies? He just overlooked it because it was one of his buddies. But same thing happened when they gave out suits of clothing or money to special players. They did things they knew they shouldn't do. Whatever, It's all about winning. Just like up at Notre Dame this year, they had a young man out, 60-degree wins. He was out in this device to film practice. Practice, mind you. He was killed because of 60-mile-an-hour winds. It was a foreseeable accident. We just had a young man died what? in a... Uh, how did someone die from 60-mile-an-hour winds? Can you give me a little more He's on that? He's up in a contraption ta- videotaping, and the wind caught the – it caught the uh, – she should never have been up in it. it oh, 60-mile-an-hour winds, you shouldn't be up yeah, in anything. That's pretty clothes, dangerous. Yeah. Yes. yes, and it was practice, for God's sakes. And then the unbelievable thing is they lost their first two games they shouldn't have lost. So it's it's all about winning. It's all about what people do to make money for a university mm. and how they overlook things. And some people say, well, that's an absurd – you know, uh, comparison, but it's not. These schools will do anything to make money and to win. Yeah, well, it, it looks is. like they finally got caught with their pants down on this one, and they, I guess they felt like they had to do something, so they fired this guy, and now uh, now all these football fans are out in the streets, apparently. Well, see, in 98, supposedly this one unbelievable situation happened in a locker room where this defensive coach was with a 10-year-old, and supposedly one of the assistant coaches saw it happen, didn't say anything, didn't call the police, but yet went to Joe Paterno, who he reported it to the uh, president of the uh, athletic director, and they did nothing. So this has been going on allegedly since 98 in various degrees. Yep. It, it's just amazing. So I say, I say there had been other things going on under the table, players being paid off, uh, et cetera, et cetera, but it was overlooked. And the same thing happened at Ohio State when one of the most squeaky clean Coaches was kicked out because he knew about players taking money under the table, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it look, I don't want to. I don't want to use my tax dollars to pay for those schools in the first place. I heard you. And then look at the abuse look and the pay abuse. for the don't not to mention pay for paying for the stadiums as well. And uh, I think you're right, Kevin. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing Thank from you. Eight five five four fifty free is the number here. Absolutely. I mean, power corrupts. We've uh, actually shown scientific evidence on this program. We we shared an article that went into various different scientific studies that show that human beings, even if they start you know, relatively good, uh, give them power, and they start to abuse it. I mean, it's just, that's what humans do. It, it's the expectation, um, almost. I mean, that, that Well, somebody... I think it's not just power, but it's power without transparency, power without accountability. I think with with Joe's case, they after so many years in the system and as being the head coach, he could get away with whatever he wanted because no one was going to hold him accountable. No one was going to ask for transparency. It's Joe Paterno. What? Mm. what? Are you kidding me? He's been here 30 years. You've been here. You can't five. touch him. Yeah, yeah, you've been here five. What are you? What are you talking about, Mister? Right. So it's just like 
it's it's not just power i mean we let's be let's be real about it. it's it, it, power with with transparency and accountability is not is not harmful it it doesn't lead to these sort of side effects because they get headed off much earlier as long as people can see what's going on and uh you know do something about issues that come up it's it usually should regulate itself it, there should be some mechanism within that 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 corrects such things Toll-free number here tonight, 855-450-FREE. Have you experienced any of this uh, corruption within the, the world of uh, education or sports, uh, for instance? 855-450-FREE. I mean, we know that the government uh, people, there's plenty of corruption there with police departments and city offices. I mean, there's all kinds of corruption in those instances. But uh, you don't hear too much about the, you know, the graft and the underhanded stuff that's going on behind the scenes in the football department. But apparently it happens there, too. One eight five five four fifty free. Here's a change of gears for you. We were talking about Second Life at the very beginning of the program. It's a, it's an online simulation. It's not really a game. It's just more of like a, a virtual chat room with interchangeable clothing and hair designs, crazy hairstyles, and you can fly and stuff like that. I suppose that. it's kind of like a game. It's just uh, you know what 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 is the point to the game? Yeah, there's no object to it. Um, and it was really big. Like for a while, people were calling our show from Second Life. They were listening to Free Talk Live in Second Life. They were hanging out in Second Life. And it seemed to have a bit of buzz around it several years ago. According to Slate.com, an excerpt from The Myth of the Garage and Other Minor Surprises by Dan and Chip Heath, a book apparently available free on Amazon. You, uh, Let's see here. It says, you sitting right there reading this article, you're an avatar in Second Life. You work a Second Life job earning Linden dollars. You have blue hair and a serpentine tail. And you're eating androgynous digital, you're dating rather, an androgynous digital skateboarder named Ricky. Also, you are a ninja. Life is great. At least that's the way things were supposed to unfold. In 2006, the future was Second Life. Business Week put Second Life on their front cover. American Apparel, Dell, and Reebok, among many others, rushed to build virtual storefronts. Reuters even created a full-time Second Life bureau chief. I remember the news about these things happening. People rushed to sign up and create their own avatars. Blue hair and linden dollars were the future. This is, it's, to some extent, it's kind of like Twitter, too. I mean, Twitter has, uh, when you compare it to, to phenomenons like, uh, phenomenon like Facebook, it's nothing. Nothing. Nothing comparative. But the, the, the folks in the media really dig it. Yeah. So they true. talk about it. They say Facebook and Twitter as though Facebook and Twitter and, are somehow on the same level. Right, and most people accept it. I mean, you look at a lot of websites, it's Facebook and Twitter. We do it. <laughs> we, we, you know, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, but I always feel like Twitter, I almost feel like I'm wasting my time with Twitter, but I'm just going through the I, motions. I don't even have, I mean, I think I have an account just so I could sign up for the Keen 411, mm-hmm. and other than that, I don't use Twitter whatsoever. Yep. And that I think there's a lot of people that are signed up for Twitter that don't use it like they use Facebook. I mean, uh, if, if if there was some kind how could of, you if there was some kind of comparison of time spent during the day on Facebook hu- tre- versus tremendous because at this point it's ten to one just with the accounts as yeah. I understand it. And then if you were to to talk about you know time spent during the day on these things, Google and Facebook. Are the internet essentially? Yeah, yeah. And these days, it's almost a true statement. They they monopolize a lot of people's uh, web surfing, web web traffic time. If you think about Twitter, if you are a Twitter user, I guess you can be like a crazy Twitter user and spend more time there. But for me, I don't do anything with it. If I ever log in there, it's like you can glance real quick at whoever, like Penn Jillette. I I added Penn Jillette uh, from Penn and Tellers to see what he's saying, and like, oh, that's what Penn said today. Okay, I'm done. You know what? 
Where's the money, you know, in, in Twitter? Are they making money? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are they selling ads somehow? one 450 free is the number. But everybody thought Second Life, or a lot of people thought Second Life was going to be this big deal. I mean, it got all kinds of media coverage. We were talking about it. People were calling in about it. So what happened? 855-450-FREE. And why were so many people wrong, more importantly? As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes feed the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. And we invite you to the website at freetalklive.com. You can go and get signed up for our news updates. At news.freetalklive.com, we've got email, Facebook, and Twitter. You can go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up for any one of those. If you've ever been the victim of some kind of injustice in the world and you've decided, eh, I'm not going to do anything about it. Why? Because it's just too expensive. Attorneys are expensive. Being involved in the legal system is too expensive. Jurisdictionary.com has an answer for you. It's a course for people who don't have attorneys or people who do have attorneys and need to make sure that they're doing the right stuff. It is, well, it, it's the course, it's a civics course you should have had in high school. It arms you with information on how to use the court's rules, how to motion the court for evidence, uh, to make objections, a very important stuff that you need to know and that the folks that work in the judicial system aren't going to tell you. This is the information lawyers and judges don't want you to have. Until you know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. Costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and the four-CD course is so easy, the average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. You can go to Jurisdictionary.com. They have lots of free tools there for you. And when you get the course, make sure you mention Free Talk Live in the pull-down menu so we get credit for it. It's Jurisdictionary.com. All right, so 855-450-FREE is the number here. More about why it is that people failed when it came to predicting that Second Life was going to be the future. Uh, we'll talk more about Second Life in a moment here. But Mark is on the line in New Jersey, actually on the turnpike. Uh, yeah, Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, gentlemen. Hey. Um, What's on your mind? We're talking about corruption in education, and I just wanted to tell you what happened to me. My story went national about a month ago. Um, I'm a full-time student at a community college, and they are in bed with a company called Hire One that uh, they farmed out this this third-party bank to process the Pell Grant um, and, and student accounts. And so they were heavily marketing this this credit card, this debit card. It's a Visa, or I'm sorry, a MasterCard-branded um, card that doubles as our student ID. And <laughs> the way that the school was plugging this was that in order to get your refund, you would have to activate this card. Well, the card is so up with fees that uh, I started dissenting on their face on the school's Facebook page, posting their fee schedule and, and hold on, wait, clear, point of clarification. Yeah. In, in order to get a refund for what? I'm sorry. 
on a, a Pell Grant. Um, that, Refunded. Uh, I guess I don't understand anything right. about Pell Grant, so I don't know what the what, refund yeah, what's is. A, refund? a Pell Grant is, um, when, uh, you know, the, the, the government has a monopoly on education loans. It's illegal for me to go to a bank and get a student loan. Got it. Um, the only the only legal entity that you can borrow money from school is the United States Department of Education. Wow. Um, before you're eligible for a loan through them, you have to apply for a Pell Grant. And the Pell Grant is just almost everybody gets it unless you are a dependent of wealthy parents or um, you're wealthy yourself. Okay. Um, almost everybody gets it. And it, and it pretty much covers um, if you're a in-state tuition at a community college it will cover your tuition and part of your books. Um, so, in you know, in, in my case, it's it's good for about fifteen hundred bucks. Okay. Um, and and that's probably the case with with most of the students, at least in, in North Carolina. And now that's fifteen hundred dollars um, for one semester, and that's it. Forcing us into doing business with this third party bank is what I was vocalizing against, saying that you know, for the school to release my date of birth and social security number. To a third-party bank, um, it, it, that's a problem, and particularly a bank that is um, so full of fees and and charges, and um, that nobody would willingly do business with a bank. So, like so that. there's no way to um, not get this card. I mean, this card you have to have because well, it's a student ID. It, well, and and that was and that was yeah, you have to have the card. Um, but if you read the fine print, you can opt out of it. Um, which is what I did, mm-hmm. um, but the way that the school was marketing it, um, and and when I when I say marketing, you know, they're sending emails out on on blast to all of the students with the the subject line was in all caps, and it said, "Want your refund? Activate your CVCC one card today," um, which would imply that if you don't activate this card, that you're not going to get your refund. Mm-hmm. Um, the the difference is that I'm 37 years old, not 18. I've I've dealt with banks before, and so I know. I know that I don't have to do that. Yep. And and so that's what on the school's Facebook page, I was posting, hey, you know what? You don't have to do this. You can opt out of this, and you can get your, you know, they will mail you a paper check, and you don't have to pay all these outrageous fees. Okay. Good well, idea. Uh, so the, the school obviously didn't like it. I, I had called for the president's resignation. I had called for the um, one of the vice president's resignation. Um, so... But when, when they were doing this, I, I sent the school an email telling them that they did not have my permission to, with, to release my information to any third party for any reason whatsoever. They sent me back an email saying that they would not release my information. Um, now, this is all back in June. Well, in September, I get a credit card in the mail from Hire One. And so I went on Hire One's website, and lo and behold, they had my Social Security number and date of birth. Uh-oh. So the school went ahead and released my information after they expressly told me that they wouldn't do it. Wow. Oh boy. So, so I went on um, on the college's webpage, on their, on their Facebook page, and posted, and, and this may not be exactly, but it was the, the gist of it. Um, so anyone else's inbox full of bank spam today? Um, anyone know any good viruses we can send them? How about we register them with every porn site known to man? And end quote. Well, about a week later, I get pulled out of my business law class, and uh, they threw me out of school for two uh, two semesters. And just so for I calling them out, basically. 
I'm sorry? You got thrown out of school for calling them out about they, what they were doing. Right. They, they threw me out, um, said that uh, and they used this, this uh, part of the student code of conduct that says that any activity um, that in the opinion of any faculty member or administrator is contrary to the best interest of the college. Wow. Um, which could mean anything. Sure, it does. Um, it's so vague. I mean, you, you could make the argument that wearing a T-shirt from an opposing school would be contrary to the best interest. Incredible. And Have you contacted Fire so about this? When they threw me out, I contacted Adam Kissel over at uh, the Foundation for Individual Rights and Education. Fire. What and is... uh, they put out a press release. Uh, the Charlotte affiliates picked it up first, and then um, MSNBC picked it up. Keith Olbermann picked it up. USA Today picked it up. Um, and... It ended a week later when the school gave me a, a full reinstatement without any disciplinary action. Wow, good but on they, you, man. Uh, Fire is, is an incredibly the, the powerful... J, this, this really vague, ambiguous uh, part of the student code of conduct in place. Yeah. Um, yeah, fire. But, uh, but anyway, the, the, before you go, before you go on, I'd like to say happened, that uh, you can't hear um, me. I think we've got one of those bad yeah, phone connections. Phone you know, situations. Uh, Wait a second. A wow. Tell you what, we're going to put uh, we're going to put Mark on hold here for a moment. Here, yeah, sometimes we get these cell phone conversations where when one person's talking, it's just impossible to hear the other person. Can't jump in if you're in college and you have some kind of problem like this. Fire should be one of the first. I think it's uh, f i r e dot org should be one of the first places that you go because they, for some reason or another, just incredibly powerful in dealing with colleges and their shenanigans with students. More coming up here. Your thoughts. Welcome as well. 855-450-FREE. You can take control of the airwaves. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, the toll-free number for you to bring up what you want is 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian, JJ, and Mark. And we'll invite you over to our website, over at freetalklive.com. There are a lot of features there, including listening options. Mentioned earlier this show that uh, the live streams... At freetalklive.com, the high bandwidth and even the low bandwidth stream, very, very low delay, about maybe two to three seconds uh, for me. Now, it depends. Like, I tried listening on my phone, and it was about 15 seconds. So I guess it depends on the device that you're on. It somehow adjusts for it. So if you've got, like, a good, quick connection, it'll probably be very short. So it could be as short as uh, two to three seconds now for you from when we actually speak the words into the microphones. Uh, you will hear them very quickly over on our live streams, over at listen.freetalklive.com. But that's not the only way you can listen. You can also listen on over 100 great radio stations across the country satellite radio like xm satellite radio we got two different channels that we're on on xm and in addition to that we've got a free-to-air channel the webcam the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way as well once again drop on in to listen.freetalklive.com to get the details we go back to mark listening in new jersey mark you are on the new jersey turnpike and before we went away there uh, you were telling us about some school corruption that you helped uh, kind of reveal and they tried to kick you out of school you ended up going to an organization called Fire. What did that stand for again? Yeah, stand? Mark. What did the what did Fire stand for again? 
It's the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education. And they came in, uh, came to your aid. They stepped up, and you were reinstated back into the school. Uh, are you still going to the school, or is that was this a little while back? Uh, no, this was just last month. I am still there, um, although I'm transferring to uh, to New Hampshire. Oh, really? Uh, for next semester, yes. Oh, wow. Um, that's why I'm in New Jersey now. I'm on my way up up to the Shire. Oh, that's pretty exciting. And so I was a I was a free stater before, or you know, planning on. I had already applied at the university before all of this happened. Um, wow, that's great news. So you're going to what is it, the University of New Hampshire? Uh, Southern New Hampshire University. Oh, very good. So uh, you're a Free State Project member, meaning that uh, you've signed the statement of intent saying you're going to move to New Hampshire to be an activist and help us uh, reach liberty in our lifetime. Uh, that's the plan, at least, right? That's absolutely right. Fantastic. Well, glad to hear it. Uh, I, I guess I've heard rumor that you're coming up with uh, Clyde from uh, NeverTakeAPlea.org and Eddie Free as well from the Jefferson Dance Party. Absolutely. They're in the car with me right now. Great. Sounds like it's going to be a good time, and it's a good weekend to be visiting here in New Hampshire. We're going to be coming through the Keene area. Uh, we'll be having, uh, let's see, there's going to be another singing going on at the State Liquor Store this weekend, as I understand it. Yep. Um, some uh, Veterans Day outreach tomorrow for going, some anti-recruitment uh, demonstration. Yeah, like going out in front of the recruiting center here with uh, some flyers and some veterans and uh, talking to hopefully young people that might be coming along. So there's that going to be happening too. And uh, the, among other things, I guess uh, Jason Talley from Talley.tv is going to have a birthday bowling party. So there's all kinds of fun stuff going on up here. It's good. You picked a good weekend and you're making the move? Like you're on your way up? This is like the permanent deal for you? It, well, it is. Um, I've got to go back and finish out the semester where I am in North Carolina, um, but I'll be moving up here about the middle of December. Yeah, congratulations, man. Look forward to uh, seeing you when you get here, and thanks for the call tonight. Have a safe ride out there uh, at 855-450-FREE. People coming up all the time to New Hampshire, moving in all across the state. A lot of people, obviously, in Manchester, uh, you know, the kind of the, the cities are definitely b- busier than others, but some cities are busier than others, like Manchester and Keene. Uh, Portsmouth, I think, is, uh, is fairly popular with uh, more families that are that are moving up. And, of course, Concord is the place to go if, you, if you're if you really into, you know, political action. You want to be convenient to the state house up well, there. You know, it's it's one thing to be convenient. It's another thing to be in a district where you might, if you want to run, you want to sort of look, you know, where do I want to live? Is Concord the best place for that, um, you know? For whatever reason. Well, people move to different places for different reasons. I mean, sure. Some people move because of a job, so they have to go to wherever the job is. Uh, some people can you know, move up with uh, a job that's portable, like you know, graphic design artist or IT person, somebody who can work from home. They get a more of a luxury in being able to choose where they go. But all of these people are choosing to move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, as we did. Yep. Uh, and we've been here now for several years, and it's always great to have new, new people show up because new people bring new ideas. They bring new New energy uh, to the activism movement, and we get to see things happen that have never happened before, usually as a result of uh, the new blood, so to speak. Definitely so. new ideas, new activism, new events, and uh, new ways of going about things. I think more tactics will definitely be helpful and, and beneficial going forward. And the more people we have, the more people will want to come here. The more people we have, the more successful uh, the activist movement will be here in New Hampshire. And the more successful we are, the more we'll attract others as well. So if you haven't gone yet, go to freestateproject.org and check it out. If you love liberty and you actually want to be free at some point in your life, maybe you want to get together with other people that think like you do. 
freestateproject.org. So we've been talking about uh, a little bit kind of throughout the show is Second Life and why it didn't really pan out the way everybody thought it was going to. You had uh, Reuters opening up a full-time Second Life bureau. You had Reebok opening up a store. There was a Domino's store, I think. Uh, there was all kinds of you know corporate uh, iterations in Second Life and individuals had their avatars and they're floating around and they're chatting with one another and and according to this piece over at Slate.com by uh, Dan and Chip Heath, it's an excerpt from their book The Myth of the Garage and Other Minor Surprises available free at Amazon uh, according to this, looking back, the future didn't last long. Everyone thought that uh, Second Life was the future. By the end of 2007 a year afterwards basically, Second Life was already losing its fizz Businesses are shuttering in Second Life, it seems, because no one's using them, wrote Morgan Clennendale in a brutal piece in Good Magazine. Quote, there were never any employees at the stores like Dell and Reebok when I visited, nor were there any customers. But that wasn't that shocking because, for the most part, there seems to be no one in Second Life at all. Today, Second Life limps along. In the first half of 2011, the company reported that an average of about 1 million users logged in every month, which, you have to admit, is about 999,990 more than you expected. But during this, <laughs> wow. but during this same period, Facebook averaged roughly 500 million logins per month. So how did we misread the future so badly? Well, mind you, the Second Life hype didn't involve distant sci-fi predictions about the future. This was just five years ago. At the time, we were just months away from the iPhone. And after enduring a lifetime of mega fads that flame out from the Apple, Newton, and Pointcast, I don't even know what Pointcast is in the segue, why are we so quick to extrapolate a few data points into a dramatic new future? Well, here's the frustrating part. Sometimes the dramatic new future arrives exactly as promised. The mega-hyped internet... Yeah, that worked out all right. Ditto for Google and Facebook and iPods and iPhones. This predictive crapshoot is rough on business leaders. Your employees are going to bug you every time to greenlight the corporate blog or the storefront in Second Life or the special on Foursquare. Which efforts are worth it and how can you know for sure in advance? Well, you can't know for sure. You just can't. As Yogi Berra said, it's tough to make predictions, especially about the future. (laughs) (laughs) He has the best quotes in Americana. In our experience, there's one tool that has proven useful in separating the YouTubes from the Segways. It's adapted from uh, Clay Christensen's The Innovator's Solution. The Segway's a heck of a lot more popular than a, a lot of things out there. Yeah, but it didn't it didn't revolutionize the world as uh, some were predicting that it uh, that it would. It's really kind of the realm of the tourist. Basically, you can get on a Segway and take a tour of a city or something you like that. You certainly right? can. Hope, it's hope found you its niche. It's found its niche. Uh, it's adapted from Clay Christensen's The Innovator's Solution and hinges on, of all things, building a better milkshake. Christensen asks us to imagine a group of marketers at a fast food restaurant that want to sell more shakes. As they comb the customer data for insight, they discover something interesting. Most milkshakes are sold early morning or sold to early morning commuters who buy a single milkshake and nothing else. Why milkshakes? These commuters, according to Christensen, are hiring milkshakes to do a job for them, to supply a breakfast that's filling and non-messy and cup holder compatible. So to sell more milkshakes, the marketers don't need to create a more delicious milkshake. Deliciousness isn't really in the job description. Rather, the shakes need to be an ideal commute. Copilot. 
So the restaurant's marketers, inspired, create a self-serve milkshake lane to speed up the morning transaction. They add tiny, straw-suckable chunks of fruit to the shake, which make it last longer and add variety to the dreary commute. These tweaks make the milkshake a more useful employee and sales improve. How about some protein in that milkshake instead of just these well, cheap you got carbs? Milk. So when you when you evaluate the next big thing, ask the Christensen question: What job is it designed to do? Most successful innovations perform a clear duty. When we craved on-the-go access to our music collections, we hired the iPod. We needed quick and effective searches, we hired Google. And looking ahead, it's easy to see the job that Square will perform, giving people an easy, inexpensive way to collect money in the offline world. What job did Second Life perform? It's Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. The toll-free number, 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site. They're completely free. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy the program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, go to promote.freetalklive.com. You can get a free bumper sticker. Just uh, follow the instructions you find there. Also, you can download web banners and graphics. Uh, You can get flyers that you can print and distribute. Let people know about Free Talk Live. Once again, go to promote.freetalklive.com. Cigarettes are an old, deadly technology. There's a new one out there, and it's called e-cigarettes. And what they are is a little, little self-contained vaporizer that have a nicotine in a sort of a food-based uh, chemical that's, uh, that's safe, 22,000, safer, I should say, 22,000 times healthier. Nothing's safe that you draw into your lungs necessarily, but certainly e-cigarettes likely to be a heck of a lot better for you than regular cigarettes. Um, a pack-a-day smoker can also save about 120 bucks a month by switching to e-cigarettes. And, you know, it's it's something that just will kind of uh, develop in a more natural fashion. JJ, you've uh, you were you, you've smoked are you still smoking cigarettes at all? Are you you're you're doing the vaporizing thing quite a bit, right? Yeah, I I don't uh I still like cigarettes just because I like I I personally find that I like the the smoke in my lungs. Mm-hmm. But I do like the fact that uh, you know vaporizing or using an e-cig uh, saves me money. Period. Yep. And uh, you can do it indoors. Yes. Uh, what about and, and it's and it saves me money. What's the, it, you know, no no Mark? I don't think you understand. I when you're gotcha. paying six dollars a day for cigarettes, that that's if you a, can knock it down to three dollars a day, that's a big deal. That saves you a lot of money. And certainly it does. That's so a you're grand down right to, there. What, ten cigarettes a day then? Um, if I yeah if I if I smoke with that, it's it's definitely. 10 or less even. I'd say JJ's unusual in that, you know, I've talked to other people that have picked up the uh, the e-cigarette like Derek and he's down from 20 cigarettes to one per day. So but, uh, mind you, I like I actually I still enjoy smoking. And that's what it really is. And I, even though the e-cig does do a lot for me and it does quench that that appetite at the same time, at, at night, especially socially, I just I just can't help it. I just want a cigarette. I don't think any doctor is going to recommend that you uh, smoke 10 cigarettes, but they probably recommend that you smoke 10 if you normally smoke 20. Um, I mean, you know, it's it, it's better for sure. you. I mean, it's an option. Vaporsmiths.com will give you one of the very best vaporizers on the market today, one of the best made ones, and they'll give it to you for free. 
You just go to vaporsmiths.com. They've, they've got a bunch of flavors there. You can buy 40 cardamizers and get a free vaporizer and free shipping. At least 40. You can get more than 40 if you, you can want. You get more, to, more than 42. And they've got wonderful wonderful flavors over there. Cherry, vanilla, strawberry, cloves, lots of other um, you know, sort of cigarette-type flavors, too. Um, check them out, vaporsmiths.com. If you don't have an internet connection, you can call them at 855-2-GET-VAPOR. Or for whatever reason you can't figure out the website and how to order, it might be easier for you to go to the to make the telephone call. It's 855-2-GET-VAPOR for vaporsmiths.com. I was just puffing on mine during the break, as a matter of fact. So Slate.com has a piece here that is focusing on the failure of Second Life. I guess it's technically still going, so maybe it hasn't really ultimately failed. But it didn't become what so many at the time when it hit the scene were predicting. They were, you know, it was plastered on the front of magazine covers and... Uh, Forbes, being, right? Uh, no, it was like business. I think it was what it was, but... Uh, and it was a, there was a lot Reuters of Reuters had a, uh, a a Second Life office, a news bureau in Second <laughs> Life. Yeah, and they were reporting on Second Life related news for for a while. It's it's true, and it was it was made to appear as though this is the next thing on the internet, but they were wrong. It wasn't the next thing. Facebook was the next thing with over 500 million views per month as compared to uh, the one million logins that uh, Second Life had in or, you know, a month well, earlier this year. The story, it's, the story asked right before we uh, left off, what sort of job does Second Life do? And, and I think that it does the job that Facebook does. And that's kind of why it's not very successful. At the same time, and just in my own experience with online uh, MMORPGs and gaming, the the idea that you go into this place and there's nothing more than just customizable avatars and you can have a place that's like, you know, selling uh, what clothes and restaurant food. You can items. build your own home, right. build your own structure. But it, it, like 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 for example, some of the other MMORPGs, you're actually building up a character and you have goals that you can strive for. There you have are, to go out and hack and slash right. stuff, right? Well, there's there's but there's there's things to achieve. It's not just I'm socializing. I'm changing my clothes. No, there are actually things. And there is a social component to those of course, other games. Of course. But that's. I think that the big thing is that achieving things, building up, seeing growth, I think, uh, makes a person feel more productive. Well, and if you think about what it does, I mean, you said it does the same thing as Facebook, and not even close. I mean, Second Life... I guess there was a way for you to find out where your friends were, but if you wanted to talk to them, you had to go and find them in the Second Life world, if I'm recalling correctly. You had to, like, this tremendously large digital universe, basically, this world. They had to be hanging out where you were going to hang out. Right. You had to go into the same room as them. It wasn't just like you could click over on a little chat icon on the right hand side of your screen and and bring up JJ. I mean, that just, that Facebook does what Second Life never could do. Uh, essentially. And and that's the question they're asking here is, you know, why do some things don't, you know, why don't they just turn out the way some people think? Uh, talking about some of the fads that uh, were pointed to early on, like the Apple Newton. They go on to explain that. What is the Newton? Ah, see, uh, <laughs> they, they explain a little bit more. I think I remember the name, but I don't know anything so, about it. They they ask a question. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. What did what was the job that Second Life performed? Because if you look at uh, Google, it performs the job of finding connecting you with what you're looking for. Uh, you know, you look at the iPod or some MP3 players. They provide. It, it's so owned everybody else that was doing it. I mean, Google. There's no reason why Google would have succeeded in the way that it did. You know, they had Yahoo. You had all kinds of Lycos. Uh, there were Alta all Vista of, was the big one before Al- Google. Alta Vista was a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were all kinds of them. And why did I don't know why it happened that Google just kind of swallowed me up and pushed me forward like a wave. But I I felt like I just had to get in, on board with this back in you know the early aughts or whatever it was when that happened. I have no idea what happened. It could have been the results. Maybe. Maybe their algorithm was just better. 
maybe their search algorithm. I think their marketing is better. I think most of these I places. What do they market? I, I I think that this just kind of this came to me I think through Google people. got connected in with a lot of different things, and uh, having its its name in your browser, having that little search field in your browser for Google, I think that started pretty early. And having them handle email ended up being, I'm sure, a big thing, big thing for them. Right. Of course, Yahoo using, was doing that before Google. I, I was using Google long before for a search engine long before they came out with Gmail. Uh, maybe, right. You know that that was a uh, invitation only thing when I got that. Well, you know, it's interesting how things spread. But back to this piece here over at Slate.com. Uh, so they asked the question: What job did Second Life perform? I mean, if Google performed the job of connecting you with things, and the iPod performs the job of giving you your music in, in one hand in your pocket, like an entire album collection. What is it that Second Life performed? Well, they say it was like a job candidate with a fascinating resume, fluent in Finnish, with stints in spelunking and trapeze, but no actual labor skills. The same was true with the Segway. No one was interested in employing a $5,000 walk accelerator. Though, to be fair, Segway eventually did get a part-time job saving tourists from exercise. What about the <laughs> Apple Newton, the first widely hyped PDA back in the 1990s, the Apple Newton? It was uh, clearly applying for the right job to give us mobile access to our calendars and to-do lists and such, but it was a lousy employee with notoriously poor handwriting recognition and a limited attention span from low battery life. Palm Pilot ended up getting the job a few years later. If the Christians in Test alone, yeah, Palm owned that, and then what happened time. to them? I mean, they're just barely hanging on right now with the pre. Yeah. I I switched. I mean, <laughs> I hate change. Yeah, <laughs> I hate change. You wow. held on to that sucker as long as you could, I man. I just hate it. I and think the keys were popping off by the time you finally got rid of it. I, no, I bought another one on oh, the really? internet in order to keep it. It's, it was just <laughs> that the software that Palm had, the desktop software, would gobble my um my my, my contacts on a pretty regular basis oh i mean i would be ready to wow. kill someone over this and then they wanted to charge me to get them back i just I, you know i'm sorry had enough and i can't say that i'm thrilled to death with my uh my android at this point there's some things about it i don't like i would prefer to have my buttons back the tyranny of the touchscreen irritates me wow but you know oh yeah whatever. you don't like the touchscreen huh no i'm not i'm not a fan <laughs> particularly i didn't know what i was going to think about the touchscreen but i like it I you know I actually like yeah, maybe it's just the old school part of me growing up playing Nintendo that the old D pad where mm. we had the familiar buttons uh, A B select start and then D pad you right. know it was very basic but uh, you know starting out with that I I had this tactile response tactile feedback mechanism that my hands were used to and when I got my first real Android device it was the biggest touch screen I could get and there was no keypad and I've managed to deal with it pretty well but I, I'll be honest. If my next phone is going to have real buttons. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, we continue here. by Now, if the Christensen test could, could alone predict the future, then the two of us, along with Christensen, would be the richest venture capitalists of all time. It's not a perfect predictor, but by our count, Christensen's test calls correctly about half a dozen of the big technology hype cycles of the last 20 years. At a minimum, it provides some protection against over-optimism. Think of it as a tinfoil hat to insulate you from the nuttiest of predictions. More coming up here at uh, 855-450-FREE. Of course, it's always easiest to look back and say, oh yeah, oh, sure. of course that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's but why, of course. seeing into the future, much more difficult. More on the way. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want. Hour three's next. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. The toll-free number, 855-450-FREE, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Unlike those other talk show hosts, our site is free. You can see that we've actually probably got more for free than those other hosts will charge you for. Go see for yourself at freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. And JJ, you wanted to give us an update on a story that we've talked about in the past the kill team, or yes. at least one of the kill teams, the one that everybody kind of knows about. Uh, I presume there are more like this, because whenever you see one iteration of something in the you know, the corrupt government, you can pretty much imagine that other things are, are in existence like it. Just have, they just haven't been outed. They haven't been caught. But this kill team did get caught, and if I'm recalling correctly, uh, these were the people that were killing innocent people just for the fun of it and actually chopping off things like fingers to keep for as, uh, as mementos. That's right. This story comes out of Raw Story. Jury to decide on U.S. Afghan t- kill team chief. That's a weird title. The ringland of the, of the rogue U.S. Army unit in Afghanistan betrayed the American people by killing Afghan civilians for sport, prosecutors said it as a court martial neared its climax. A five-person military panel could give its verdict as early as Thursday in the case of Staff Sergeant Calvin Gibbs, the alleged le- leader of the so-called kill team, three members of which have already pled guilty. In a closing argument Wednesday, Major Robert Steele dismissed Gibbs' claims that his unit was responding to a legitimate attack when they killed civilians before removing body parts as trophies and taking photos with corpses. Oh, God. Because that's what we want, you know, the servicemen and women that represent the the overall nation, if you will, to do is is to uh, remove body parts and take photos with dead, dead folk, you know. What gives you the right to talk about, uh, you know, military men, our proud military men, um, you know, like this? I mean, you know, wait, did you serve in the military? Oh, I, I was in the military oh, at okay. one point, yes. You're Sorry. in the Marines, right? I was no. in the Army. Oh, no. the Army. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, what other what else gives me the right is that I have common sense and a sense of decency. But um, besides right. that, I just think that's a ludicrous thing to say. But it's the first thing that pops up into uh, many of the right, the, right. the the hoo ha yeah, type uh, hawks out there. So yeah, I yeah. can talk all the crap I want. This this is a case, the story goes on, this is a case about betrayal, the ultimate betrayal. Staff Sergeant Gibbs betrayed his folk, his betrayed his unit, and with the flag of his nation emblazoned across his chest, thousand miles from home, he betrayed his nation, he said, uh, Major Robert Steele. Gibbs, 26, faces life behind bars of convicted on charges including three counts of premeditated murder in southern Afghanistan between January and May last year in a scandal that has threatened Abu Ghraib-style embarrassment for the U.S. military. Specifically, he is accused of setting up the killings and then planting weapons on the dead civilians' bodies to make it look like they were Mm. fighters before removing fingers and teeth to show to their colleagues. You know, had he gotten away with it, he'd have made it a great cop. Yeah, well, they do that crap too. Yeah, a lot of these people coming back are going right into the ranks of law enforcement. They're coming back from a place where they do these these sort of killings, and they're going about policing our neighbors, our friends, our our uh, relatives. Right, and if you think they're going to change their behavior when they come here, you're fooling yourself. You also have to kind of look at the incentives of the United States, uh, the military in this case. I mean, I'm sure many. Men and women who are in the army are interested in justice and truth and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But let's be clear. This is a black eye to the United States Army. This guy, this team, this team, not just one guy, but this team doing this, it doesn't look good. So, and, and it was covered up all the way up the, the you know, not all the way up the line, but quite so a, was Pat Tillman's death. Qu- quite a ways up the line. And they don't like this kind of thing to come out. It was 
a um, it, it was an article that brought this out, not yeah. the United States military that did this. The press did this. Oh, it's always how it happens. It's almost always how it happens. And you know, they they'll eat a little bit of crow. They'll uh, they'll maybe sentence this guy to some prison time. I doubt he's going to get the max, uh, but you know, who knows? We'll find out. I guess. Well, well he, they will. He he'll faces get the max. This is an enlisted. No, man, right? he, he faces life behind bars. Is this an enlisted man? Yes, this is See, a sergeant. They go after the enlisted men. They don't care about those dudes. They'll, they would nail this guy to a cross um, outside of the limits. If it would make him look better. Yeah, absolutely. So they'll give this guy some level of punishment, and then it'll all be forgotten about. And then they'll get caught in scandal after scandal after scandal beyond but this, because who cares? They've shown that, uh, what wasn't it, his colonel or lieutenant colonel or whatever that was involved in some ways in covering this up. Where's his trial? Yeah, right. Yeah. Story goes on. Gibbs' court-martial started last week in an unexpected appearance Friday. He claimed his unit was engaged in genuine combat while admitting that he took fingers and teeth from the dead corpses as prosecutors described as trophies. In my mind, it was like keeping the antlers off a deer you'd shoot. You'd cut, you'd, you'd, yeah, that's, that's a, you have to come to terms with the things you're doing, he said. Ex- explain the wow. body parts. Well, I mean, come on. Isn't that, he's it, right. That's what yeah, he's, he's thinking. absolutely right. He's telling um, the truth. But they're putting, they're putting these, that's what psychos do. Like, psychos start with animals and then they move to regular human beings. you think you have to be in order to, to go around shooting people. Yeah. I mean, you, it, it's what, not, not what you start out as, but what will it turn you into? Mm. What does it do to so many minds that, um, that in fact, uh, you Military individuals are killing themselves faster than the enemy is. That that doesn't even count the ones that have gotten out suffering from PTSD and have killed themselves and all that other stuff. And then the ones that don't kill themselves, that just brutalize their family and friends. Or go nuts. Do all kinds of different things. But the military prosecutor dismissed those claims during a closing argument lasting an o- over an hour at the joint base. Sure. He wouldn't want the government to take responsibility. The military prosecutor represents the government of the United States. Right. And of course he dismissed those. The government of the United States would not want to act like it is responsible for the wanton killing of civilians. But it is. All you have to do is take a look at collateral damage. I mean, this is, uh, you know, it just happens. And they don't, they're not responsible for it. Poof. No big deal. This guy does it on purpose, so that's important. Selling the engagement as legitimate was part of the plan, said Steele, calling Gibbs' stories fundamentally implausible. Gibbs' lawyer countered the, by attacking the credibility of prosecuting... Pre- lawyer countered by attacking the credibility of prosecution witnesses, including Private Jeremy Morlock, one of three members of the kill team who received lighter sentences by pleading guilty and mm-hmm. agreeing to testify against Gibbs. Now, I think that this is important. This is extraordinarily important. We don't know... Whether it was Gibbs or Morlock, we know that the government of the United States of America gave Morlock an opportunity to testify against Gibbs for a lighter sentence. No, wait, wasn't Morlock an underling compared to Gibbs? He's a private, right? Uh, yes, he's a private. This guy's a sergeant, so yeah. he's just following orders. I, I don't think that's necessarily necessarily so. When you're talking about a, a unit like this, personality matters. I mean, maybe it was Morlock who, you know, goaded. We don't know how involved Morlock was. Sure. But sure, the idea, I mean, it, is this in the best interest of justice to give Morlock time off of his sentence? If he is a crazed lunatic killer who was involved in this, is it in the best interest of the citizens of the United States of, of America to give this guy time off of his sentence in order to testify against another guy. No, I, I think they're both. From. I think they're all killers that that uh, share the same sentence. If they're found guilty as a kill team for killing innocents, 
They should all be sentenced the same way. If it's life behind bars, if that's the the sentence that uh, a murderer well, what psychopath if one of them, gets. Hold on. What if one of them was just so scared of this uh, what Gibbs that uh, he didn't know? You know, he didn't want to speak out because well, this guy's a psycho and he might kill him. Let's read more into the story yeah. here. Um, I'm not saying go, that justifies killing him. It, it gets into more I, I, stuff. I, I got you, but I, I do have a solution. You put cameras and microphones on every one of these guys, and then you wouldn't need to give anybody any time off of their sentence. Look, soldier, if your camera and microphone aren't on, then you're going to the brig. Mm. And it's going to be a day added every time your camera and microphone aren't working. If it's not working inside of, you know, within, when you find out, 15 minutes of you finding out, you need to, you need to report it to your commanding officer. Whatever. You want to solve this problem, you could solve it. Well, you could solve it by abolishing the military, too, but I see where you're coming from. As well as attacking Morlock's statements, defense attorney Phil Stackhouse used over two hours pointing out discrepancies in the evidence submitted in an attempt to build reasonable doubt in the minds of the five-soldier panel. One of the largest discrepancies revolved around the barrel length of an automatic weapon allegedly dropped on a victim, making the killing appear justified. The prosecution alleged that the AK-47 type gun was stepped into Gibbs's backpack, but the defense said it was too big to fully close the pack, casting doubt on whether Gibbs could have used his pack to conceal the weapon before one of the killings. It's an interesting point. Morlock testified earlier in the trial that Gibbs placed the weapon near the victim later after an alleged killing later the day. Steele called the idea that Morlock and the other kill team members were pleading pled guilty uh, in order to voice blame on games as patently uh, in order to voice the blame on games as patently ridiculous. The court martial is set to resume Thursday. All right, eight five five four fifty free. The toll free number. You can bring up what you want. Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything via the toll-free number, 855-453. That's the number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-855-450-3733. Here with you this evening, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. We invite you over to the website, freetalklive.com. You can enjoy our mobile site as well. Get quick access to our live streams and the podcast over at M, as in mobile, m.freetalklive.com. And, Mark, tell me about the Bitcoin. Bitcoins, they're the world's first free market, peer-to-peer digital cash. They can be used anywhere in the world without needing permission from any government or corporation. They can't be counterfeited or inflated. And now you can buy them with a credit card or PayPal. Memory Dealers is proud to offer physical Bitcoins that you can hold in your hands. But... They can also be transferred back into normal digital form at any time. They make great conversation starters and Christmas gifts. Be part of the currency that's transforming the world. Buy your Bitcoins at MemoryDealers.com. Again, it's, it's MemoryDealers.com. I'm excited. I, I've, I've been told by uh, Roger from Memory Dealers that he's sending some of the, uh, the physical coins to us, Mark, to check out. Yeah, I uh, haven't seen them yet. Um, I was actually getting ready to, to, uh, to get some myself, but he beat me to it. So I'll just take Roger's uh, that he sends to us because he's the guy behind Memory Dealers and he doesn't, it's, he's does, doing amazing work promoting the Bitcoin. 
Yeah, uh, they look really neat. They look kind of like a poker chip with a, with like a computer chip in it. Yeah, we'll tell you more about them okay. when we get them uh, because they look pretty fancy. 855-450-FREE is the number here. The Bitcoin's an exciting world. I mean, there's all kinds of new stuff coming out all the time. Some of it works, some of it doesn't. But people are trying things that have never been uh, tried before. It's it's completely new territory in the area of, uh, of a currency, a truly digital distributed peer-to-peer currency. So, uh, we've been talking about military corruption, and uh, you gave us an update on the kill team, uh, JJ, where this uh, one of the guys from the kill team is facing life in prison. Uh, some of the other guys on the kill team rolled over on him. We kind of knew that was going, but apparently the trial's still happening uh, as we speak. That's right. And uh, so you've got just corruption all around, because in the case of the kill team, the word did get up the chain. Remember, they were trading pictures, I don't know if you recall, we, we talked in detail about the kill team several months back on this program. Did, yeah. But they were taking, uh, not only were they keeping fingers and body parts as trophies, but they were also taking photos with some of the bodies, that uh, some of their victims. They were taking photos of the death, and they were, they were sharing them. They were trading them with other uh, men in other units, for instance. And so the word kind of got around what these sickos were doing. Word went up the chain, and they covered it up. And that cover-up went uh, – weren't they saying it went all the way up to Obama at one point? Or am I, I thinking of something else? I don't know. I imagine, <laughs> well, whenever it comes to these sorts of massive PR blunders or failures or whatever you want to call it, or actually shining the light on the cockroaches that exist in our corrupt uh, governmental structure, it's always a big thing. Okay, like the whole, how are we going to manage this? The Abu Ghraib, obviously this is on the same level. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about dismembering people – and and keeping body parts as trophies, yeah. that is some sick stuff that you usually only find in movies. So well, this is definitely- really, I mean, this hasn't been done in every war um, up till now. I mean, it has it hasn't? Well, this, it, it would seem like if your if your it job probably is has, ki- but now you've got digital cameras. And if your cell job phones. is killing people, you can have a choice. You can hate your job or you can love your job. Who wants to hate their job? So you need to put you need to get a mentality on that is going to cause you to a not to be mentally ill when you're done. If you're doing something you don't want to do, you're likely to be mentally deranged, especially when that thing is killing. But of course, if you want to kill, you're deranged already. Maybe if you started out that way, but I yeah. think that anybody can you know this could happen to anybody at at some point. I mean, you know, they're put in this situation, they need to kill. You better you better relish it to some extent, and then act like you don't later. Well, I mean, I, I can understand what you're saying, and the whole need for internal justification and the whole um, your mind and, and all that you've learned as you grow up, the whole thou shalt not kill and blah, 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 and, and treating others with respect and uh, golden rule and all these things that you, you're taught as you grow up are thrown out the door when you're put into this war environment where they give you a gun and say, kill some, kill some of those people over there. Those are the bad guys. Those thou shalt not guys. kill until we tell you to. Right. So I think, yes, one does have to become a psychopath in order to truly become good at killing or at least be able to keep killing. So, But what does that say about our, our military, or not our military, but the military? What does it say about the individuals within that military who are coming home with that same mentality and that same sort of presence of mind? I think. It's incredibly destructive. I mean, just all around, whether or not whether or not people go this far with it, it's it is a very damaging thing to encourage humans to kill other humans because yeah. ultimately, and this is some message that is as old as war, is that the people that are fighting the wars 
they're all the same. They're all, you know, usually the lower class folks that are being manipulated and Young. used by uh, the people in the political system. They're betters in the uh, the upper class, the upper caste system, if you will. Uh, and there's just it's never changed over all the years. The, the technology changes, but war itself is is still what it always was. It's just poor people killing poor people at the behest of uh, you know the the ultimate uh, control <laughs> well, freaks in I Washington. Think, I think it's evolved beyond that at this point. It's not poor people killing poor people. What it is is in the case of the United States versus other people, it is the imperialistic empire or whatever you want to call it, imperial or empire. Pick one, but it, it is the military industrial complex spending money. And and profiting basically, it's the whole idea is put more boots on the ground, more bullets in the air, and more bombs exploding wherever they sure. explode. The whole that's the idea. It's not to win anything. It's not to stop any sort of problems or to create democracy. No, the the entire idea revolves around profiting for the war industry sure but those boots on the ground are filled mostly with people who are say underprivileged i mean these right. are people that are looking for a job the guy I was in jail one of the guys i was in jail with my cellmate was maybe 19 or 20 and he expressed to me it was the first night that we were together he expressed to me that he was thinking about joining the military when he got out but he he kind of sounded like he wasn't really too keen on the idea it was one of those situations where well i got nothing left you know going on in my life and i don't have any money and i heard that this is a good deal and that you'll get money, uh, he wasn't really jazzed about possibly dying, for instance. And so we had a conversation, and I brought some things up to him that he probably wasn't told by the military recruiter. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty certain that I was able to talk him out of, uh, of joining the military after he got out of jail. But there are a lot of people who get into this, not for the idea that they want to kill somebody, simply because they feel like they need money. It's a bad economy. They're having a tough time finding a job or whatever. And there's the military just sitting out there like an angel waiting for them with their $5,000 signing bonus or whatever. And, if, and to somebody who's 18, that seems like a lot. It seems like it's a big deal. And it's they're being used and taken advantage of. It's you sick. Know- Presidents will use the term that they're, um, you know, it's their job to protect this country. But you don't ever see a single one of them say something like, well, you know, let, I'm going to challenge Osama bin Laden to a duel. Yeah. If he's man enough, he'll bring his Muslim pig-loving butt out to uh, the stadium and we'll have a duel with, uh, you know, long knives and small shields. Come on now, Obama. Right. And, and may the oh, best yeah. man win. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> this, they don't believe anything about protecting the country. They're just going to send young people off to do their bidding. It's yeah. And that's what war's always been. Old yep. men talking, that's young men dying. And that's what it's about. So whenever one of these cowards says that they're protecting the country, laugh in their faces. one 450 free uh, 855-450-3733. And this on the eve of Veterans Day, by the way. That is uh, tomorrow. 11-11-11. And uh, the word is there's going to be some counter-recruitment activities going on here in our very own Keene. We'll certainly let you know about that. More coming up here. Also, other news about how the Air Force handled some dead bodies. Apparently, they weren't doing what they were supposed to. We'll give you the details on that coming up. You can take control as well. It's Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. Toll free number for you, 855-453-1-855-450-3733. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. I invite you to the website, freetalklive.com. We've got a webcam. You can go watch and listen and interact. Cam.freetalklive.com. We'll take you there. That's cam.freetalklive.com. I say interact because it's built into the same page as our chat room. So we can do all those things. Or you don't have to interact. You can just watch and listen. You can do it all free over at cam.freetalklive.com. We mentioned SACL CAI. What is it, Mark? SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. They can do it for your business. If you didn't get into the uh, business of handling collections from your customers or whatever, you just wanted to do whatever it was you're doing, SACL CAI can handle it for you. Uh, One of the principals over there, Jason Osborne, has been a big supporter of Free Talk Live for a very long time. And, uh, you know, if you're interested in helping to support SACL CAI and in their ventures, Check out their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. All right, 855-450-FREE. More on the way about the military here if we get a chance, including the news about this uh, Air Force story. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but apparently they've been just screwing off when it comes to taking care of the dead bodies that they're supposed to be taking care of and you know doing certain appropriate things with. They, they are doing the right job. Yes, uh, I have. Yeah, we'll give you some of the details on that here. But first, Helen's on the line. Ladies come first here on Free Talk Live. Helen, listening to WNYY oh. in Ithaca. Hello, Helen. Hi there. Good evening. Hey, what's um, on your mind? Yeah, I wanted to connect. Uh, th- that is so disgusting. I- I- I've heard that for the past couple days. T- they're taking, like, appendages of people for trophies. Um, most disgusting thing I can think of. Um, I also wanted to know if you wanted to bring up the... Um, the, the, <laughs> the horrible thing that's been happening in Pennsylvania with the um, all right, so the the, the uh, coach has been fired. The president of the university has been fired uh, because he allowed this guy uh, named what's his name and 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 Trucy and. Sand- I think name? it was Sandusky. I don't have it in front of me right now, Sandusky. but yeah, yeah, we actually did cover Sandusky. this earlier tonight. Yeah. But go ahead and give us your thoughts on this. Yeah, but I mean. So uh, this guy's been getting away with this for like 15 years, and uh, it was reported, and they're not doing anything. Uh, well, all right. So now those the, the trustees have decided that those two people are fired. Maybe some more people should be fired. But I mean, how could you make like how much money you're making in your job, or how much money the university is making having football games over the health of a, a, a of an at-risk child. These kids were all at risk. Yep. They were very young boys, and they were at risk, and they were raped, you know. And your, is, is your question, like, how could someone look the other way when they found out this happened? Well, I don't have any questions. I'm just like, I think the university did the right thing by getting rid of these people, but why do they wait so long, you know? Like, this is, like, very sad, you know? These well, kids are damaged for the rest of their lives, you know. I guess the you know probably the reason is is they don't want to look bad. I mean, you know, if they <laughs> they'd rather yeah, sweep but, it but under that's the rug. Not a reason. It's not a reason. Well, it is a reason it's, if you are the you know the college president and you have been protecting this uh, this individual. And you've... don't forget the incredible amount of money that football brings in for these universities. No, yeah, I, I, I I made the same point with you, but I'm like you don't 
if you have any character, if you have any integrity, you don't let kids suffer like that. I agree oh, with no you, doubt. but power and money are incredible motivators. Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's right. It's absolutely wrong. Um, I mean, you know, we, we did talk in, about this in the first hour, and it's despicable, uh, you know, but the, frankly, as far as I'm concerned, the whole NCAA is twisted from top to bottom. I agree. Yeah. Helen, anything else you want to share tonight? Now, can you order me a pizza or something? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Domino's, I think, or probably your local pizza shop can help you with that. Thanks for the call. Uh, 855-450-FREE. It was a great old uh, Phil Hendry sketch. Uh, Phil Hendry is one of the uh, talk show hosts in the business. He, he's kind of known for doing voices. He he does his own characters. Lots of character voices. Yeah, and yeah. He'll, he essentially spends the show talking to himself. It's, I mean, it's a brilliant uh, – Mark, you don't, you're not a fan of him, but uh, I think the guy's brilliant. I, I, well, I think talented. That you should hear him do his shtick at least a few times because it's really great. It's just at some point or another, to me, it gets old. There was one time when uh, – God, I, I forget exactly how he pulled it off, but he managed to, uh, to get callers to believe that they had called like a pizza hut, like some sort of pizza – pizza delivery place <laughs> uh like some some old man and uh he, he basically acted as though he was the phone prompt like press one if you want anchovies and just kind of going down this list and just being absolutely absurd with these folks who were calling and and then them believing they'd called like a pizza delivery place it was crazy anyway look phil Fen- phil henry worth a look uh, although i hear he's gonna i hear he's gonna be leaving where where he currently is today oh well yeah. rumor has it 855-450-FREE is the number here. But usually in talk radio, you don't get people that have real talent like that. You just get hacks that are trying to be like Rush Limbaugh. So that's what's kind of sets <laughs> wow, him apart. Wow, that's pretty sad. So uh, let's continue here. PV's on the line in Michigan on the amp lines. Hello, PV. Hey, guys. How are you? What's on your mind tonight? Well, I really appreciate you guys um, telling the truth about the military. You know, there are a lot of good people in the armed forces. and I, You know, I appreciate what a lot of them do. But, you know, where I come from, it's it's almost heretical, you know, to question anything that the military does. And I really, really appreciate what you guys do on this show. It's a tough position to take. Um, you know, the, the, it will not make you popular. Yeah, it, it absolutely won't. Because no. you can say, I don't like this war, but gosh darn it, I support the troops. And... You know, I to, to me, that's the most politically correct thing to say. It sounds really, really good. And frankly, I do want the support of, uh, you know, people, men and women in the military for the ideas of liberty. I think those things are great. And I think that uh, they probably are disproportionately believers in the ideas of liberty. If you I look think, at the donations to political candidates, Ron Paul's, what, 60% of the military? It's, it's some like incredible number. It's much larger than Or 60% other. of the people donating in the military, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Basically, it's, it's equal or greater to than all the other contribu- contributions. Up to all the other candidates yes, combined. that's right. But I, I think that the military has been employed essentially in an immoral fashion for the last six decades, if not longer, and therefore... There's nobody in it at this point that uh, you know hasn't seen what it's been doing. So joining up may very well be an immoral action. PV. Yeah, I remember. Um, you probably don't remember, but probably five, five and a half years ago, I called uh, this radio station because literally that day I stumbled upon um, some of the ideas of liberty, et cetera. And I was actually in the middle of. Uh, Joining the Marine Corps with two of my friends, we uh, were pretty much just going to join right after high school. We were going through uh, all the training at the recruiting depot and all that, 
And actually, you guys are pretty instrumental in me not joining. Wow. I think I do remember this story. So you heard us on the radio yeah. and you called us? Um, yeah. Yeah, I called you. I called you guys that day and I was like, what, what is this? Stuff? Like, I, I honestly, I never heard like this point of view presented at all. Oh, wow. yeah. A lot of people haven't. Wow. Sure. Especially What's, young people. What area of Michigan were you living in at the time? I live in the film in Michigan. In the what? I live in uh, just a small town in Michigan. Oh, I'm just wondering what station you were listening to, but... Five and a half oh, years. Oh, no, is... no. I was listening online. I, oh, I was okay. I'm radio. sorry. I thought you said it was a radio station. All right. So, well, great. So, wait, now, how did you find us online then? I mean, was, did somebody turn you on to us? I mean, it's usually not an accident oh, that you find Food Talk Live. It was, um, gosh, I don't even remember. It was so long ago. It was literally that day, though. I started reading about it because I just wanted to make sure that I was making the right decision and my parents were kind of against it. Mm-hmm. So, I was looking up, you know, people who tell a, you know, a different point of view and somehow... Uh, Yelta website came up, kind of checked you guys out, and, uh, you know, it it, uh, it worked out pretty well. So, so I'm not a Marine. So. so the first time you heard this show, you called in, and we gave you some some information maybe that you hadn't heard about Just, the military? At the end of the show, that's right. You guys said, I was like, hey, is joining the Marine Corps, is that, you know, is that consistent with what a libertarian would do? Is that consistent with libertarian philosophy, et cetera? Because I didn't even know what a libertarian was. I thought that was just a Republican that, you know, was okay with gay marriage. Yeah, well, a lot so, of people think that, too. So looking, <laughs> so looking back, it's been five years. I presume you're now in your early 20s, uh, and, you know, are you... What is your re- retrospective? I mean, how do you feel? Well, I actually called in because... Um, Free Talk Live may have actually saved my life. Hold that thought. Um, we'll let you tell the rest of the story here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. 1-855-450-3733. Hey, that's kind of a perk to wow. this show, huh, Mark? Saving people's lives now. We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine. Give your kids the nutrition they need to be their best. Visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. Telling your child about healthy food choices is important, but showing her what to eat goes a lot further. Have her help create the grocery list, then bring her to the store with you. Picking out healthy foods together helps kids get in the habit of thinking about what they're eating every day. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash Your Family Today. Free Talk Live, toll-free number for you in the remaining moments. Enough time for your thoughts. one 450 free here tonight. It's Ian. JJ. And Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that. Uh, you can do it in a variety of ways. One of those ways is by joining the AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send in 3 bucks a month with any major credit card or PayPal, and we'll take that and reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country and bringing more Internet listeners on board as well, expose, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. And maybe, just maybe... Saving somebody's life. We're going to hear more about that story here in a moment. Also, get your Liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. Do it from the back of your car with LibertyStickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. It's LibertyStickers.com. I've got one on my car. I think they're awesome. Just go over there. Check out some of those sayings. It's 
LibertyStickers.com. Yeah, and if you want to see what the quality of Liberty Stickers is like, you can send away for a Free Talk Live bumper sticker for free over at promote.freetalklive.com because they printed them for us. Actually, if you have some good uh, sort of Liberty sayings, they'll put them on a bumper sticker for you. That's right. LibertyStickers.com. So uh, once again, amp.freetalklive.com allows you to get behind the show and get some perks as well. That's amp.freetalklive.com. As we go back to PV in Michigan. PV, your claim is that we may have saved your life uh, by yeah, discovering the show. That might sound ridiculous to some people, but... Uh, one of the guys I was actually going to join uh, the Marine Corps with out of high school, he uh, went into the infantry, and he was doing something that I wanted to do in Afghanistan, and he was killed by an IED mm. last year, last July. Sorry that happened. Wow. Man. Tragic. So, I don't know. Like, I hear a lot of talk about, uh, you know, like, joining the, the armed forces and all that stuff, but uh, I don't know. Like, I think people should hear both sides of story you don't feel like you, you don't uh, feel like you messed out on anything huh no not really what yeah, did you what did you uh, what was your motivation when back when you were 18 i mean you were kind of just kind of being brought into what ROTC, and were you just brought up with this idea that military service was was good and valuable what were you thinking when you were considering getting into it what were your motivations well i wanted to join uh, after 9-11 ah, okay. for probably a couple of years probably three or four years you wanted to serve your country that yep, fervor absolutely. got you and now you look at looking back. I mean, what have you done uh, with your life in the last five years? I mean, what did you do? Is because a lot of people are kind of listless; they're not sure exactly what they want to do in life, and so they figure, well, I'll just take some time out and spend it in the military, and I'll get some skills. Of course, the stuff they teach you is useless in the real world, uh, for the most there, part. Yeah, there are very few skills that transfer over rather well. Right. So, what did you end up doing with yourself, or have you just been? You know, have you been working? Have you been going to school? I went to I went to college and I worked probably for uh, seven months and I developed some skills, but uh, but yeah, probably more skills than I would have developed, developed in the Marine Corps. That's for sure. Excellent. Anything else you want to share tonight, PB? Nope, nope, that's it. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Federal investigators said Tuesday that they had uncovered gross mismanagement at the Dover Air Force Base. The story, WashingtonPost.com. That cares for America's war dead after whistleblowers reported horror stories of lost body parts, shoddy inventory controls, meaning inventory of bodies, and lax supervision. The Air Force admitted that the Dover mortuary misplaced a dead soldier's ankle and another set of remains that had been stored in a plastic bag. Employees also sawed off the damaged arm bone of a Marine so he could fit in his uniform and in the coffin, but didn't tell his family. Oh, my. Military officials said the incidents resulted from the strain of handling thousands of dead bodies, some with gruesome injuries that made it difficult to prepare remains for the burial. I'll bet. Yeah, I mean, I bet it's not easy work, but, you know, if they're going to have plenty of soldiers to go over and fight a war to which there is no point, then they ought to have plenty of soldiers to take care of the bodies of those soldiers right. that come back. Is, isn't it all about the sacrifice? These men made the greatest, men and women made the greatest right. sacrifice they could ever make for our country. Well, politicians are full of hot air already, right. so they're go- and they're going to talk and they're going to lie, so you might as well have them lo- talk and lie about um, how much they appreciate soldiers, because you know... That they've they've never never have soldiers been compensated and treated properly, no. and why they continue to go back is because people believe the lies the politicians tell them. They put their hands over their hearts. They say pledges of allegiance to the flag as if it's some kind of religious icon. They believe this crap. This is how this stuff happens. 
But the sloppy handling of troops remains at Dover painfully undercut the military's co- alleged commitment to treat the war dead with the utmost honor. According to General Norman Schwartz, or Norton rather, Schwartz, the Air Force Chief of Staff, he claims he takes responsibility for the problem, saying, There is nothing more sacred, there is nothing that is a more profound obligation than treating our fallen with reverence, dignity, and respect. So this is the high road for a politician or bureaucrat is to say, I take responsibility. When, in fact, they take no responsibility. Of course not. Right. Tell What's going to what, happen to yeah, him? Tell me what this responsibility, the, the form that this responsibility is going to uh, you know, take. What, what's going to happen? Well, you know, I, think, uh, I think before they even ask, they, they even go on, out and say that, I take responsibility. I'm sure they went to the lawyer beforehand and went, if I say I take responsibility, anything <laughs> bad happened to me. You know, I'm sure they do yeah, that. Yeah, he didn't that, just do it off the cuff. No, they, yeah. they do that check because they're not idiots. Uh, well, at least not all of them, but... Well, as you might have suspected, the uh, the general here did not actually have any kind of discipline handed down. But the Air Force did discipline, but did not fire the mortuary commander and two other senior officials. So they've been disciplined. Yeah. But di- they weren't fired. So what does that mean exactly? Does that mean they don't get the cake uh, when they eat their oh, you know, meal, meal the, at night? Well, in the military, no dessert. Some, some disciplines mean it's difficult for you to reach the next rank or you just uh, you lose a rank. Sometimes you lose. Is some... a stern talking to considered discipline as well? Oh, I'm sure. You yeah. bad little boys! How dare you get caught? You need to be more careful next time. Right. Here's a six pack. The Air Force. Uh, <laughs> some members of Congress called the punishments inadequate, and an independent federal watchdog agency said investigators should have pushed harder to assign blame. There's blame going all around here. We didn't do good enough. We needed to do better, and well, maybe next time we will. In the meantime, shh, just forget about all this, Americans. It's only one little minor mishap. It's not like the military doesn't screw things up all the time. And, oh, don't, don't remember about that old story from the, you know, the Washington Veterans Hospital. Remember that one? Yeah, where, where the mold was growing on the wall. Yeah. And, uh, like it was terrible. Yeah. I don't remember that. There's, it, there's no problems. Just once in a while, a few bad apples. It's funny because there are so few stories about the war dead as it is that this is the story in that. They handle it poorly. They handle the, the remains poorly instead of the fact that we still have people dying over there from pointless wars of, of really no, no real reason. Right. And the State Department, uh, you know, they even had a report at one point. I'm sure that this has been well buried, but I, maybe it came out on WikiLeaks. I don't know how it happened uh, that, that it came out. But they, they said that there was really no point in the war that it was all about politics that barack obama was married to this war and that was that he had to he had to quote unquote win why don't they just declare victory and leave we win right well uh, i think then shoot Bush another try that? shoot another guy with a beard say it was the al-qaeda's second in command mm-hmm. and leave yeah the Air Force and Army both investigated the complaints about uh, Dover, but the Office of Special Counsel, a watchdog group that receives complaints from whistleblowers and protects them against reprisals, criticized the Air Force's handling of the situation in unusually sharp language. Ah, they've been hit with sharp language. <laughs> in a letter, agency had Carolyn... Air, Air Force is like inundated with uh, Jesus freaks from uh, Colorado Springs, so maybe, they, they, maybe they're going to go to a lower plane of heaven. Carolyn Lerner said the service displayed a pattern of failure to acknowledge culpability for wrongdoing doing and added that it had managed to stop just short of accepting accountability so that's the you know that's the critique from within the organization is that you guys you're not even taking it you're not even saying you're at fault i take responsibility but they didn't take responsibility they're they're basically dancing around it nemi's on the line uh, calling from our very own keen new hampshire nemi you're on free talk live 
Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up? Hey. I just wanted to call in about the uh, Dover Air Force Base. There's, this is not something new with the U.S. military, unfortunately. And, and as a member of a military family, I'm um, really pretty disgusted with how they've handled it. Um, the first go-round affected me personally. Um, they were having issues down at Arlington with um, bodies not being placed in the appropriate grave. And this Oops. was two years ago. Yeah, that's a pretty Army, big deal. Yeah, the, the Army is now um, going through and actually taking pictures of each of the graves to make sure that the appropriate bodies are interred in the appropriate spot. So I, I think, you know, I, I can understand that there are a lot of bodies coming back through Dover, and I can understand that there may be mistakes made, but I really think they need to um, take the honor seriously. The old guard at Arlington does that. Um, and treats it with with a great a great deal of respect. So it was a a big blow to them when they realized that mistakes had been made, and they're doing what they can to rectify it. But I was really disappointed when I heard this news today. That's it never it say. never ends. There's always it's one scandal after another, and of course, there's no way to hold them accountable for it. It's not like uh, people are going to just stop paying taxes. And of course, even if they did stop True. paying taxes, they could just print more money out and you know tax people that way. Nemi, thanks for the call. We're out of time tonight. Benny in here with you. JJ and Mark. To return tomorrow. We'll see you then online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Are you a cigarette smoker? I was too for many years. You know that crap's going to kill you, right? There's a healthier option. 22,000 times healthier. Vaporsmiths.com. A pack a day smoker will save $120 a month and it tastes better. No more ashtray mouth. No smell. No secondhand smoke. You could use it just about anywhere. Free shipping on orders over $60 and a free starter kit with the purchase of 40 cartomizers with coupon code FTL. Call 855 to get vapor or go to vaporsmiths.com.